time to get geeked up. Time to get geeked up to stand up comics telling you what's up in movies and TV. I know you could feel me. Music and gaming, you know what I'm saying. Comic books and tech, stuff you ain't up on yet. And if you are hooked, we're gonna go and take a closer look. And no show's the same. We always got a different game. Always got a different game. Hey, hey. Ooh, baby. What's going on, geeks? Welcome to the Geeked Up Podcast Winter Movie Preview Special. I'm Devin Barnes. With me always is the BB-8 to my R2-D2, Liam Whalen. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yo, 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 and uh, robot. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty, robot speaking. Pretty yeah. good. Let's hear a yo, yo, yo. Can it, 3PO? <laughs> that would be my, uh, that'd be your, your correct response to my, uh... <laughs> yo, yo, yo. So. <laughs> Can it, 3PO? Cheese it, Chewy. <laughs> I guess we'll get into that. Uh, shortly, but for sure. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We got the big a- winter gala. That's right. Here on the uh, Geeked Up show. That's right. We have our parkas on. It's uh, freezing out <laughs> here in New York. Uh, that's why it's the winter movie special, not to be confused with the Oscar movie 2020 preview. Coming out the next episode. Yes. That one we're still getting our tuxes pressed for. It's a (laughs) big gala event here in uh, the old uh, Geeked Up Studios. It's it's, it's, uh, it's, it's geeked season here at the uh, Geeked Up Studios. But this we're getting the winter movie preview where we're going to be talking about all the movies to come in the next couple months. Next episode, we're going to be talking about all the movies that have passed. That's right. In the last year for our big Oscars preview. Yeah, not only the movies that passed, but the best of the best. The elite. <laughs> I'm the talking best. about the best Jerry. sound engineering you've ever heard. <laughs> of course, the, yeah, of course, with with our inevitable geeked up spin, where yeah. we focus more on the <laughs> awards that uh, <laughs> we give you the ironic uh, breakdown on uh, yeah. on audio engineering. Hopefully, is. Ryan Smith doesn't get robbed this year <laughs> for uh, visual editing. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess there there perhaps is going to be uh, a very special Geeked Up Awards presentation That's going right. down on the Oscars uh, special as well, I That's guess. That's right, because there's some geek stuff out there that I think there. got snubbed, so <laughs> but we'll get into that in the big Oscars. The Academy is bullshit, and the Geeked Up boys are going to take uh, matters in their own hands this award season. That's right. But so <laughs> that's coming up next week, because this week we are going to be talking about all of the movies that are to come as well. Well, I, mm-hmm. I guess as a couple and not just movies I should say too because That's this true. is the geeked up podcast there's going to be some TV and gaming I know what you're saying oh uh, nice, nice how about some comics and see how about some comics and uh and TV uh I know you feel me <laughs> uh, Andre Davi y'all by the way of course uh, yes 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 what is this uh, Grammy's show? coming up this week I'm assuming Davi's <laughs> nominated for something but uh, something best uh, <laughs> podcast theme song five years running <laughs> but uh uh, like we said, it's the big winter movie preview because we're checking out all the movies we're actually going to be excited to see. Not just a bunch of shit we've been forced to watch on Netflix, of course. <laughs> Speaking of which, we have our, our sister project out there. That's and, right. Uh, if you haven't... Uh, stupid, fueled, uh, stupid and futile gesture taking the world by storm. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last one we did in the old Netflix and chat sister podcast here at the uh, Geeked Up Podcast HQ. 
Yes, of course, where we go through the uh, Netflix original uh, movie and, I guess, programming catalogs. We've done a couple the, of the... Uh, we, a, uh, we've done a series. The series and, uh, has made its way in. <laughs> I know. For, we've thrown uh, some, doc- some docs in the Brad Pitt box, however, for, uh, not to be pulled. But. For a podcast where we had a set of rules, and I think we've only done like 14 of them, give or take, there's been a lot of exceptions. <laughs> some things haven't come out of the box. Yeah, there's been a TV show. <laughs> But, yeah, the uh, Netflix original production catalog. So we've done such favorites as The Irishman recently, uh, The Ridiculous Shicks, Adam Sandler Project, uh, Stranger Things, of course, Roma, last year's A little uh, XOXO. Currently, or I suppose most recently pulled out of the Brad Pitt box, is a Oscar-nominated hit. But Marriage Story is going to be the next upcoming movie to Netflix and chat about. That's right. So. But as well, Stupid and Futile Gesture, the party-fueled story <laughs> yeah. of National <laughs> Lampoon's uh, uh, creator, Doug Kenny. Yeah. As well as, like I said, uh, the uh, the Irishman. Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the, I- the Irishman starring Joe <laughs> Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we did a lot of big ones there. And, that, of course, you can find that on uh, the Geeked Up page on SoundCloud, on our Facebook page, soon to have its own Facebook page. You can see it all on iTunes. You can, of course, uh, email us in. Cloud, we're on the tunes, we're on the book. We're all over the place. Uh, but, of course, you can always email us in, too, at thegeekeduppodcast at gmail.com. That's the geeked up. I've got to put the the in there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, there's a couple other notes. We're still trying to find the Canadian Geeked Up podcast. <laughs> still no answer back from them. But, still taking those sucker ten, uh, su- still taking those episode tiny emails as well. That's right. If you've been listening to post shows, we've uh, <laughs> Andre's got a little special message out there for you. But I guess that's all the uh, background of the situation. To really dive into to a winter movie preview special, we got to kick things off like we've always kicked things off in a big thing like this. I'm talking Star Wars, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing the tuba, uh, dressed up as <laughs> dressed up as a big lizard, <laughs> and I've got a hot chick on a chain as I play the tuba. Yeah, I think they were just called too the Cantina Band. You know, if they tour, at least they uh, Lucas is a genius. They remember where they came from. You know, they were just a small band playing in the Cantina. Yeah, out of all the out of all the great <laughs> songs of Star Wars, I think Cantina song is definitely the yeah, for sure. the number one single. Oh, people might think Vader, uh, yeah, theme dun, song. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> or even Star Wars song itself. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, 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 we will spend most of the show, I guess, focusing on previewing some of the stuff. But I guess the real big story, the headliner mm-hmm. of the winter movie roster uh, has already been released and of course the geeked up boys were there opening weekend or uh or a week after anyway when the theater died down liam came in there with this big jar jar binks ears on (laughs) (laughs) i of course was dressed as love uh, to support and also troll so i go (laughs) jar jar binks (laughs) because nobody can say that i'm not a fan however and i went dressed as r2 in a trash can so i heard the whole movie i didn't see any of it (laughs) (laughs) it was good yeah it sounded amazing. It uh, <laughs> sounded really good. But, of course, yeah, we have a bunch of Star Wars things to dive into. Big, big, uh, a lot of Star Wars stuff came out, is coming out. Uh, we got some TV, some games. But, of course, like we said, we were there opening weekend. 
Uh, and we're going to give you, I guess, uh, our full review of the uh, Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker. The end of the episode Skywalker. Nine. Yeah, episode the nine. End the end of an era. End of the Skywalker saga. That started long before me or Devin were born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Jedi came out the year, I think Jedi came out eighty eighty three. I think we were... Born to the era of the Jedi. I think we okay, were so alive for the last New one. Hope came out in what, 78? Yeah, or 76, 76 maybe. something like that. And then, okay, so then... It uh, might be in 84. If it was 76, I think they came out four years apart back then, too. Okay, I so. see. I think. I want to say... I'm somewhere. I'm guessing here, yeah, but yeah. I know we were Not alive exactly for the back last to back one. to back and I'm like the... Uh, I remember it was like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I did see when they redid them... I don't know if we talked about this on mic or off mic, but when they redid all like the goofy Munu CGI stuff in the original three movies, and they re-released them in the theaters in like the mid '90s. Yes, I did go to the theaters the... for every one of okay, those. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I think that was maybe off uh, off air because we were talking that uh, ironically. Probably the original three most epic, iconic movies ever are the only three of the Star Wars <laughs> that your boy Big LW hasn't seen on the big screen. That's true. Because it's like those were, of course, you know, from uh, uh, before our time, and those are just such classic, like, VHS tape Absolutely. watching as child, you know, as kids. Or uh, uh, even I feel like it was, you know, always on TNT or something like that, you, you know. <laughs> but uh, In between the... viewings of the Shawshank Redemption, you could always catch a Star Wars <laughs> here Star Wars, I'm guessing because Lucas is, uh, uh, you know, royalties are through the nose or whatever, but uh, the Star Wars series not like ever in any other kind of uh, classic movie viewings or any other. See, I don't of, know like, if he gets royalties off of it anymore, though, since he sold all of like okay, Lucas yeah, art that to Disney, Disney. He sold Disney it for a billion dollars and then donated it all to charity. Did you know that? <laughs> that he donated the whole billion that he sold to Disney to like a child's like. And what? He'll just keep his other 50 15 billion. Exactly. That, exactly. Yeah. Like, what a PR what a move. Yeah. yeah. What a guy. Now stop asking me fucking questions. <laughs> but of course, we saw the big Star Wars uh, Rise of the Skywalker. Like we said, the big ending. Uh, uh, pretty excited to see it. Of course, if you've listened to any episode of this show, I'm sure one of us has gotten a Star Wars reference in there. <laughs> big Star Wars fans on this one. Um, yeah, of course, the uh, dating all the way back to the first episode. 1976. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the week of the uh, first, I believe, National Star Wars Day. Yeah, I think... Where the May the 4th got like an official presidential seal. I, I believe, of, of course, in the Obama era. Yeah. <laughs> got uh, the yeah. official seal. But it was like National <laughs> Star Wars Day. Correct. And they had just released, I believe, the first trailer for the episode. Episode six, episode Star Wars seven, movie. or episode seven, right? Episode seven, yes, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. The Force so the Awakens first trailer, as well. That episode was the opening week of the first Avengers. Second, it was Avengers: Age of Avengers. Ultron was okay, coming yeah. out. Yeah, so yeah, the Age of Ultron was coming out. It was a huge, start. and it was uh, uh, officially Star Wars Day with the first trailer being released. So then, ever since then, we've taken you through yeah. from Devin uh, and Dennis waiting on Monday Night Football <laughs> halftime <laughs> yeah. for the tickets to go on sale. That's right. The, uh, geeked up debate team with where we had our boy Dennis on to talk about episode 7 and of course uh, all of the movies in between. It's been a wild your ride. solos and your Rogue Ones mm-hmm. and your episode 8s and now <laughs> your episode 9, the last Just what a the great uh, Star Wars 
What a great brush over uh, The Last Jedi. Like, in episode eight, they were out there. We didn't want to review the shit. It was, uh, I guess, saying going into it, too, because we talked about it before we went into the movie, and you were asking me, like, all right, what are your big theories, previews? Uh, what do you think's going to happen? And I was telling you that, like, after myself going into The Last Jedi, and, like, already and thinking I knew what was going to happen, being like, all right, this is what Luke's going to be doing. I know what the whole thing's going to go down. And having the movie being so different than I expected it to be, I think when we originally saw it, I walked out there yeah. and was just like, I didn't like that because it wasn't what <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to be. To your fan and then and expectations watching and it that. again yeah, at just home as an isolated when it came out, yeah, be like, oh, that was good. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was a good movie. So this time <laughs> it wasn't the greatest movie of all time that I had built up in my head for <laughs> sure. Dude. Return of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so going into this one, I think I was telling you that I was like, I'm going into this one for just like pure entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. I want to see some space dog fights. I want to <laughs> see some lightsaber battles. I want to see sure. someone move some shit around with their hands, and uh, I'll be happy. You <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they yeah, crossed no those things, three things off the list. I knew it was J.J. Abrams coming back this time, obviously, not Ryan Johnson. So the tone was going to be more familiar to how The Force Awakens was, which J.J. Yes. Abrams directed. And just kind of more, I guess, colorful, for lack of yeah, a little better more word. action-packed. It just seemed like Last those... Jedi had a very dark feel to it. And which I guess it kind of should have. It would be like The Empire Strikes Back of this trilogy, right? Yeah, yeah. But it just was like... Just too dark and kind of dark in tone. Kylo Ren shooting at the uh, exactly and, and Leia's th- ship and all. And, exactly, uh, literally the whole movie, uh, <laughs> like boom, <laughs> boom, Jedi bloodbath and all going down. But correct, correct. So this one was a bit more lighthearted, fun. Exactly, know, and wild I guess ride, just action adventure. Before I guess we get too far into uh, the big review of this movie, we should give it the old. Bradley Cooper spoiler alert that uh, Bradley Cooper's dying just like all the other Jedi's <laughs> yeah, in this bad boy. God yeah. damn it. But there will be some spoilers here. If you uh, don't want to miss the spoilers, fast forward a little bit, yes, get to the official. All, yeah, if you've not already seen Star, uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, hit yeah. the old uh, uh, scroll ahead about 15 minutes. We'll yeah, still right. probably be talking Scroll, about it. Yeah, then go ahead another 45, <laughs> and then we'll be into the whole winter movie preview. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll be, well, I'm going to give you my full Mulan breakdown later, <laughs> I swear, but for now. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So I guess with that said is that uh, Kylo Ren dies at the end. <laughs> we fucking warned you to skip. Yeah. I guess to skip directly ahead. But it was, I say, okay, so I'll say this, like we were saying, that like watching the movie and the whole thing, it, uh. I mean, I guess just to, to kind of comment on what Devin says, you could kind of almost wa- watch this as two parts, theoretically, as an isolated movie or as like the epic conclusion to the nine part, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, you know, franchise that is Star Wars. But that's kind of not what Star Wars has really given you over this you know, total arcing nine piece. It's really Correct. lost a lot of continuity. Of course, the first three coming out in the seventies and eighties, and then the you know uh, uh, parts one, two, and three being the late nineties, nope. early two thousands. Then these three being twenty years after that, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and the storylines kind of you know even in these last three 
going from director to director, changing kind of tone. Yeah. The storylines not even really from episodes seven and eight, and definitely from eight to nine, holding much continuity. It's kind of almost more intended, I feel, to be looked at as an isolated movie because despite being episode yeah, sure. nine, it's not like a not like a continuous nine part story. No, arc exactly. That like you built have to the main. Ending. Yeah, you have the main players, and like now they're doing one final mission. <laughs> is really how you yeah. can break it down. But it's like I guess just a. a to kind of you know compare it to the other big movie finale that went down this year, but uh, of course Avengers uh, Endgame Woo. with Marvel that was a much more concise interlocking Correct. like you know uh, overall story arc. Yeah, no doubt. Than a what Star story Wars they were building up be. for like ten years, and, you know? and despite this one being like built up for the last thirty or forty, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just lost all of its continuity. And I feel not fair to look at this as like if you're expecting the ultimate finale of the nine-piece story arc. That's just kind of... Star Wars is kind of already lost in delivering that, despite, like, you know, so desperately trying to hold on to this nostalgia of having 3PO. Yeah. And and all. For sure. Or even so much so that the fucking movie opens with, all right, like, literally the scrolling is like, all right, the Emperor's back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Exactly. And he has, like, a podcast out there, too. Like, we've been getting a pirate radio (laughs) podcast from the Emperor. Yeah, right. <laughs> Welcome to Geeked Up. <laughs> the oh, re- baby. Yeah, the Reeked Up podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's where the Canadian Geeked Up show has been. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and some fucking... with the Emperor on the... Scary missing planet. But, so just in terms of that, though, if you're just looking at as, you know, J.J. Uh, Abrams making a Star Wars movie that, you know, happens to be the last of the series, mm-hmm. definitely fun and, uh, a, you know, an enjoyable space tale. For sure. From For that sure. standpoint. From, uh, you know, the conclusion, like you said, first of all, the first big hole of the movie would be the Emperor, I'd yeah. say. Just no explanation to him coming back. Very much brushed over. They definitely could have, you know, mm-hmm. th- like it wouldn't have been uh, terribly hard. There's been enough. Or even people- hinted at it in like the last couple movies and been like, oh, maybe the Emperor is back there. <laughs> Not just be like, all right, look, check it. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. he's back and spooky as ever. No, I feel like they kind of, yeah, just needed to bring some other. They've kind of killed off all of the other, you know, antagonists. Mm-hmm. Correct. That yeah. they like kind of just needed to bring somebody back to have now Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah, Kylo Ren, yeah. Can't hold the show on his own. Well, especially <laughs> yeah. if at the end he's going to kind of make a turn. You're going to need, like, another bad guy presence for him. Who's he going to ultimately turn on? The fucking gay redheaded guy? <laughs> the ginger whipping boy? Like, is that going to be the big antagonist that Kylo Ren is going to ultimately Oh, you mean Henry turn? Beard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shout out to our last... Uh, <laughs> shout out to the last Netflix and chat. Um... But yeah, there is that too. Uh, another thing I even said too when Force Awakens first came out, it was just like, I get it, it's dope that they're making the last three movies, but like, there's also something like super sad about like seeing my childhood sure. heroes like just being old and dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, the yeah, first you're... one, they just kill old Han Solo. That's like, true, yeah. Second one, Luke dies. This one, I mean, Carrie Fisher dies, but surprisingly, <laughs> in the movie, does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Carrie Fisher's already been dead, but yeah. Still in a, yeah, no, I mean, I guess it's sad from uh, for you who's a little bit more of like the geeked up 
uh, a Star Wars fan, uh, maybe a little bit sad to see the characters go. For me, it's been mm-hmm. just a little bit. It was a little bit more of a casual fan. Just a little bit more sad to see them still like in their old costumes, trying to <laughs> hang on to the role. Well, but, I mean, that's what I mean too. Yeah, yeah that also. Where it's just been just like... kind of embarrassing. Just the desperate grasp of nostalgia they've tried to hold on to mm-hmm. throughout the whole. You know, and I guess like since Force Awakens, where the whole cast is back. But you know, uh, I felt that this, this last three would probably have had a little bit more of like an integration of new characters with like cameo roles from For the sure. old guys, but not with the old guard like taking on such necessary roles. Yeah, in the movie, exactly. You know, so you mean like more of like a Billy D. Williams cameo? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, baby? Lando's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I guess Lando coming back in this one just like you know reeked of them just uh, kind of like the Emperor. They just had run out of all other characters. Yeah, yeah. To, like Lando was the last guy that they hadn't used. Jar Jar. <laughs> Where's the Jar Jar cameo? Well, I was waiting for the big fan theory to come uh, to come true that you laid down of Jar Jar Binks being the ultimate bad guy that was pulling the strings all along. How fucking angry would Star Wars fans have been if that was the case? It wasn't the Emperor. It was Jar Jar the yeah, whole Jar-Jar. time. Yeah. Misa! <laughs> Racist as Jar Jar. But, uh, yeah. I mean, all in all, if you want to break it down to, like, and again, like, watching the movie, looking at, like, a standalone like that, loved it, like, when I left. I was like, good, that's exactly what I was looking for. But then, like, really Star Wars nerdy analyzing it, it was yeah. just like, what the fuck? Like, the, I guess the big reveal was that Rey was a Papeltine. She's the Emperor's she granddaughter. The- <laughs> but, like, her dad was cool, like, wasn't a bad guy. Like, yeah. was, like, evil. Where did sk- they totally, they totally skipped over yeah. her parents. Like, evil just, just skips a generation. And, like, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. did he have kids and, and like, a family? He, yeah. You know, uh, why was he evil? Yeah, why like, was next- he lured to the dark side with ultra exactly. mega powers? That's what I'm saying. Like, it skips a generation. Yeah, like, no, God, right. sure. But it- no, that's another thing I did even feel just in terms of an isolated movie. There was more twists and turns than a Law and Order episode of this yeah, goddamn yeah. thing. Her shooting lightning like- out of her hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess him to uh, Kylo Ren going back to being Ben was just him getting scolded by his mom, which in turn killed her. <laughs> she was like, all right, it's time. Ben, huh? Dead. <laughs> all right, I'm good now. Yeah. And then his weird talk with uh, Harrison Ford. Being like throwing his lightsaber, I hated that too. It was just like I get it if you're gonna be what the throwing down of the lightsaber. Or? No, throwing it in the water, like dude, it still like has a use. <laughs> like <laughs> you don't have to uh, throw it away. Yeah. Just change the light bulb in it, make it blue again, <laughs> or however it works. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I guess another just whole from the individual movie cinema, but like I uh, uh, just mentioned, Chewie, bringing him back. They kill him off, and there's no explanation of how he didn't die. Yeah, that, it must know? have been the other ship. <laughs> like, <laughs> what other ship? Yeah, I missed the giant <laughs> other big ship floating around. So, like, as the for me, kind of as the uh, total story, you know, as the total conclusion of the Nine Port story, definitely leaving a lot of holes and stuff, even in just in terms of an isolated movie, not the tightest most concise movie of all time however definitely a fun you know entertaining for sure a space adventure however and there's a lot ultimately of... you, you expect a little more a little bit higher standards for star wars and there's a little well, there's a little parts in it too where the like i always every star wars movie i watch i always have the realization too like in this one there was like the mechanic they were going to to like fix 3po or get him to speak evil language 
And they're like, oh, he's the best mechanic. And then it turns out to just be like this adorable little Muppet who's like, woosah, woosah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget every time. These movies are meant for fucking kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, kids would eat this fucking movie yeah, up. Sure. It's great. And then me, the 36-year-old, sitting there and being like, it fucking doesn't make any sense that fucking the Emperor's back. And yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, this shit's not for me. Well, it I mean, was for me when I was the age, yeah, but... But not even really, because I think the original three Lucas Star Wars were not kids' movies and, as much. I mean, you know? Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I feel like they were a little bit more, you know, concise space dramas. Of course, there was, you know, cantina scene figures, which were, you know, kid-friendly Yeah, but they're whatnot, definitely but... kids' movies, because all of the Star Wars nerds now and fanboys, like myself, like, I guess didn't to- start I guess watching Star Wars and... when they were, like, 25, and yeah. being like, oh, I'll give the Star Wars movie a shot, yeah, and then true. being like, oh, I'm fucking obsessed with it. Everyone yeah, who's yeah. ever been a Star Wars fan started it off as a fucking a child, yeah, and then was like... I guess toys and lunchboxes were, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, part of the most successful <laughs> yeah. part. But hundred percent, dude. But I just feel—I uh, mean, my theory that I was gonna go with <laughs> was that ever since Disney got a hold of it, of course they're gonna make it a little bit more well, kid sure. friendly, and that's just why there has been a little bit of a tone difference mm-hmm. in the because there's been pretty much three totally different production companies behind the three, yeah, uh, uh, you know, different trilogies, Absolutely. you For know. Sure. But I guess even though, uh, to counter my own point, these last three had been, I guess, even a little bit more violent and uh, in nature mm-hmm. than the previous trilogy, episodes one, two, and three, which were a little bit more space politics yeah, and, yeah, you know, really. love story and uh, not as much, you know, space battles as the last three. For sure. Which has been, you know, like high octane. You know, and I guess that's where J.J. Abrams comes in. It's definitely been kind of more like high octane adventure. Bigger than life uh, action movies, yeah. as opposed to like the kind of subtle nature, realistic nature of uh, intergalactic space travel. Yeah, the that whole was the background first of what was the Clone Wars <laughs> and all that. You're right, and this one had it all. It had the space battles and the dogfights and the lightsaber battles and then moving stuff. Like the whole scene again with them like doing the like her using the force to like stop the ship and like moving it back and forth. I like that because it's one of those things that we now have the special effects for yeah. and stuff that they allude to in like the comic books and the cartoons that they can do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That is now canon to like the movies and TV shows that they can finally actually show it because you know no, technology is sure. like up to grab. Yeah, yeah. Versus like every now and then the old Star Wars movies, like he might like suck the lightsaber into his hand because it was like five inches in front of him and <laughs> yeah, yeah. the fishing rope yeah, like up like... his sleeve is like zoink. <laughs> like... <laughs> well, there was the epic Yoda training session where he was playing ping pong <laughs> yeah, in that yeah. first. Uh, <laughs> there was the the, the <laughs> training regiment of Yoda, yes. which was that's <laughs> true. But like I don't know, yeah, and I like uh, I liked I mean, all that. I like yeah. the so lightning. I guess if you were going the... into it, just looking at it, you know, as a, uh, just a one-off Star Wars movie, definitely fun enough. If you were putting a higher standard or a more, you know, uh, a greater responsibility on J.J. Abrams to really put an exclamation point and a closing chapter on the most epic movie franchise of all time, for sure, perhaps fell a little short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but... not getting a uh, Luke's dad. It's the most <laughs> evil thing these. <laughs> Ours have ever seen, <laughs> but it's uh, it definitely gets a uh, hardcore emperor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely gets a chewy. Uh, oh, oh, yes. oh yes, Devin. <laughs> it, yeah. it doesn't get a three PO. Hating it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
For sure. It was, uh, no, I definitely liked it. There was a part two, the Star Wars nerd me, where there was another lightsaber she could use. And I, he was like, oh, I hid this one too. And she's at Luke's cabin. And I was like, I don't, you were with me in the theater. I don't know if you heard me. I was like, fuck yeah. Because I thought it was going to be his green lightsaber. I was like, let's see a goddamn green lightsaber on the screen. <laughs> Not knowing it was I going know, to be only have blue and red Leia's pink, <laughs> like, <laughs> hilted lightsaber. And I was like, Leia with Jedi trained too. Come on. <laughs> And again, the CGI of them both being young and being like, you know, it was really quick, but they did like the quick. But I did like how it was the first time you've ever seen a yellow lightsaber on screen at the very end. Something new. She made her own little light lightsaber. And if you could tell it was made out of that stupid staff she always carries around, too. It was like a combo of it. But, you know, it leaves it open. Like, what is she going to be up to now? You know, she's the last Jedi running around there. That like now that Disney owns, like, is it going to be the last? I think for them, for this story, keep it going. Like, why not make a cartoons, man? They left it open ended. I'm guaranteeing you there'll be a like Star Wars Disney Plus cartoon that takes place after this and showing what she does. Does she really rebuild the order? You know. And I guess that's kind of a good place to go next here on our uh, Star Wars break mm-hmm. before we get into the rest of the winter movie preview. But uh, Rise of Skywalker, not the only huge Star Wars story taking over the world. For sure. There is a little man named Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, is, for uh, sure. I mean, taking yeah, over. More talk than Bill Burr somehow in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... So like we said, you like we were saying, like Disney took over um, the whole, all the Lucas stuff and then disney now has their own streaming service out called disney plus which their big selling point on it was that when it came out it also comes out with the first episode of the mandalorian this was kind of their big initial headlining original programming of course all of the other at this point marvel movies are available on the platform Mm -hmm. and like all of the other stuff yeah disney Disney, national geographic all of marvel available through streaming but their first big original program yeah. was the Mandalorian uh, TV Star Wars series. TV series. And then it takes place right after Jedi. Okay, so Everything Disney now does, they released this thing after they bought it out, and there was all these Star Wars books that were written, right? And now those are all referred to as legends. The legends. As in, like, yes. it's not fucking canon anymore. It's, and, like, so yeah, all the Star yeah. Wars nerds for years are just like, what? <laughs> like, uh-huh. So when then they, the like, books, published stupid, a list of everything that's canon since then. And yes. Like the original movies, the prequels. Official, this is what yeah. is real. Some of the cartoons. Uh, actually, most of the cartoons. Christmas special, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, man. There's things... In the Mandalorian, that kind of like references that Christmas special. There's a they like mention like whatever their fake Christmas was in like okay, Gathering so Day. They mention that in the Mandalorian, <laughs> and I guess you say it's produced and like written by John Favreau. So you can tell it's like written by a fan. Okay, so it's not like overly like it just focuses on this one guy, the Mandalorian. It's played by Pedro Pascal, who was in Game of Thrones as Oberon Martell. The whole thing for him being an actor, though, he wears, he never takes the helmet off the entire series. You fucking (laughs) never see this dude's face. But I guess, like you were saying, though, the big reveal, the big, if you, unless you've been living under a rock, fucking Baby Yoda has been everywhere. Even if you don't know what it's from. 
fucking yeah, Baby yeah, Yoda. Yeah. Like, if you just look at the internet, Baby Yoda, and that was the big ending. Yeah, if, if you looked at it and assumed it was regular Yoda, yeah. you were close. You were close. But... It was Baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda, and it was the big but reveal. Not Yoda's baby, from what I understand. Not Yoda's I baby. Have not watched Mandalorian. It's just a Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's just like a whatever the whatever same species. The, the species yeah. of Yoda is. But it was that was the big reveal because what Disney Plus did too is they didn't put all the episodes out. You know what I mean? They did it weekly. Okay. So same. as of this point, they've all been out. I've watched them all. It's fucking great, man. It's like yeah, it's getting packed. rave reviews it's, as a series in general. Yeah, where it takes place in the timeline is really interesting because you know it's post the st- original Star Wars movies. So like the Empire has fallen, but there's still like stormtroopers around yeah, and whatnot, yeah. and um. Like I said, so the, sorry, I'm getting way off track because the show is great. I could go on and on about it, but like I said, they're releasing it. We they were releasing it week to week, so you couldn't sit there and just Could've stream just binge it. Watching and the big an old re- school approach. The big reveal at the end of the first episode was said Baby Yoda, so people were hooked. Like everyone online was like the fucking ending of that episode. Yeah. Like and the thing's adorable, you know. And it's uh, in the whole show, uh, in the whole series. Yeah, like yeah. it's. The show should be called Baby Yoda. Let's be honest; like that's what everyone is watching it. But it's really good. It's action packed. It falls into the storyline. It's one of those good so it's side, a fun, like you know, not if you're a huge Star Wars nerd and you know are really into the original story. So, uh, correct the original the original series story, and you want a little bit of continuation on that. The Mandalorian's mm-hmm. a good. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. It's definitely a good. Uh, even standalone, it's good. Even if you're not a big Star Wars, you don't have to okay, like yeah, have yeah. seen any of the movies to know what's going on in this shit. You can okay, totally yeah, appreciate it's it. Not any of the exact characters. For sure. There's stormtroopers in it and whatnot, and like references to things. The greater context would help, but it's yeah. not. And also, know. like you kind of alluded to too, a hilarious amount of comics are in it. Man. Yeah, I guess like, Bilber wasn't the only as Mark Marin takes the is a cameo, right? Or? Uh yeah, I think so, man. Uh Horatio Sands, Amy Sedaris, Brian Poussain. <laughs> It's oh, Brian Poussain's a very, uh, yeah, yeah, very yeah. logical one. For sure. How hard was he campaigning? <laughs> yeah, man? for real. I'm sure Patton Oswalt was hiding around <laughs> yeah, somewhere. Seriously. I think he's actually Baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just put green face on Patton Oswalt. And he... <laughs> I'm just picturing that now. <laughs> this little brown like, container now, How about sack? fat Star Wars kid? I always ask. <laughs> but uh, is fat, is fat uh, hilarious Star Wars internet kid uh, anything anything for him? He's uh, – no, he's not – not, not in this. He could be though, I guess, in moving on to even more Star Wars news. Like the song says, we haven't done one of these in a while. But uh, just in this whole clump of space, all the Star Wars stuff has been coming out. But in November, for like all the big uh, consoles, Xbox and PlayStation and the PCs, uh, Star Wars Fallen Jedi or Fallen Order came out. Yes, which is uh, now this was another part that I've uh, that you talked about on the show of this whole Disney Star Wars mm. universe that other kind of parts of the in canon story were going to be released or further expounded upon in Correct. these goddamn video games as well. Yeah, right. So just if you're watching the movies and TV shows, still not enough, stupid. You got to start you got to Correct. <laughs> you got to beat an entire video game to find out what <laughs> yeah. the hell's going on in this fucking <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. It's a standalone <laughs> story, I guess. It is canon. And this one takes takes place like after episode three of the original or the new trilogy i'm getting confused yeah yeah, yeah, as you should be (laughs) episode takes place right after you know all the jedi uh, all the jedi it (laughs) takes place after uh rise of the sith you know revenge of the sith 
All the Jedi have right been killed. The Padme. <laughs> All the Jedi have been, you know, exterminated, save for a few. Right in between Padme <laughs> right. and, uh, and whiny. Uh, <laughs> but whiny you play. Uh, I'll get the name of this kid. You play Cal, a uh, <laughs> lone runaway Jedi who's just trying to lay low. But uh, adventure finds him, my friend, and uh, is also played like by the kid Dominic something. I forget his name, but he's on Shameless. He's the orange-haired kid from Shameless, and it's okay. him. They like Ginger from Shameless. Ginger from Shameless, like not uh, William H Macy, but the kid. <laughs> but he's like actually acting out like all the things they filmed it. It's like his face. They try to make it okay, like, as much like a movie as possible. Yeah, they've really done wonders with these video game graphics. But uh, anyway, I mean, the game is dope. Take there, there, but... I'll tell you this much: by the end of this podcast, by the time this podcast is aired, I will have hundred percent have beaten it. Okay. After we're done recording tonight, I'm racing <laughs> home, close. and I am finishing he's, this game up. And I'm going to say, man, to give you my official review of that, it's pretty fucking dope, dude. Like As Star Wars games go, they're always pretty clunky. You hit the one button, you move your lightsaber around. This one, like, it really feels like you're using a lightsaber, you're using the Force. It's very, like, it's not does just... It have a, does it have a Wii feature where you can really just, get the lightsaber around? I've broken a lot of <laughs> potted <laughs> plants in my house. Um... But it just—it's uh, not just like a smash 'em game. You really have to like pay attention to what you're doing. It's harder than you would expect it to be, okay, like the way it looks. You got to do a lot of blocking and parrying. It's uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, what am I talking about? <laughs> but it's uh, super entertaining. It's fun as but hell. A super it's, fun actual gameplay as well as a cool. It looks really good. Star yeah. Wars story storyline. Correct. You can well. um, modify like, your own lightsaber. Like you would be just interested watching the actual, you know, uh, like the cutscenes and everything. Cut yeah, I mean, it's like really good a real looking Star game. Wars fan that'll hold your attention just the actual storyline itself sure. let alone the gameplay there's that yeah and the gameplay itself again is tougher it's good it's not just like a running around smashing things up with the lightsaber okay, there so. is that <laughs> but uh there's a lot yeah, to i'm do kind of it. hoping for a, a, a grand theft a grand <laughs> yeah. theft empire is kind of my uh, not the, I wor- commandeer, not the worst idea <laughs> want to commandeer the death star and start blowing up planets fucking all yeah not the worst I'm looking idea right at you means. jupiter you fucking <laughs> and then I guess the uh, the other big news to wrap this whole Star Wars thing up Huge. is uh, having been talking about how other things we keep saying are canon, the cartoons, the comic books, uh, s- there was the show Star Wars Clone Wars that came out, takes place like in between movies two and three, <laughs> right? But this was a cartoon that was canon. People loved it. And then it kind of just... Uh, Kind of fell off. They didn't really get a proper series finale, you know what I mean? And then they started making Star Wars Rebels, which uh, was canon yeah, with that. I was going to say, I feel like the cartoon was kind of one of the real early, before they really started hammering you over the head with all sorts of new Star Wars content. Correct. They kind of the loved... new cartoon was like, all right, they're going to, like, they started making a new Star Wars story. It's and a cartoon. I think a big thing there. of it was, too, is that the Clone Wars was aired on Cartoon Network, then Disney bought the Star Wars. Wanted to make their own cartoon, okay, so they kind of cut that one out. But after six years, much like the Larry David of uh, Star Wars cartoons, 
Disney Plus is now bringing back the final season of Clone Wars for all like the super fans out there okay, see. to see how all these characters wrapped up, what happened right before they let gets led into uh, Episode Three. <laughs> so if you really loved Episode, it was two. a big announcement. Like, as of recording today, like it was just the first trailer was yeah, announced hot off the today. Press, yeah, it was books. like so you're only getting this here on the Geeked Up Show. Yeah, this wasn't even going to make the big Star Wars cut until like <laughs> on the way over here. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, I'm gonna put a picture of my notes on the on the Facebook page to prove that I've uh, Star Wars qu- cartoon not on the list. I've admittedly have never watched it. I've tried a bunch and people give me that thing like you got to get through the first season and it's so fucking hokey like <laughs> it is for kids because it takes place too like I said like in between 2 and 3 so it is those robots from like the new trilogy like 1 okay, 2 yeah, and 3 yeah. where they all have like that 1920s like 1930s okay, Buster yeah, Keaton yeah. sense of humor. We're like, who's over there? What do you mean? I don't know. I dropped my blaster. See? And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Who taught these robots like old humor? <laughs> so it's just super cheesy, a lot of it, and it's hard to get through. But people say it's amazing, but then I haven't been able to watch the Rebels cartoon because it ties right into that. I'm not just going to jump into yeah. something. Because... People say it's amazing, but people like all sorts of shit that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but I'll read about it on a Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's definitely a good litmus test to how into star wars are you mm-hmm. if you love the cartoon clone wars yeah, and right you're not now, like, like an eight-year-old if, if, if you're if in your dennis 20s is listening love- right now he's <laughs> seething at the mouth like, it's a fucking great show <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so this is for the uh the dennis smith level dedicated star wars fans. for sure you need to have a rebel alliance tattoo like on your shit uh, gonna yeah. go see uh, uh skywalk rise of skywalker and then go home happy yeah, and ask me a bunch of questions afterwards like, <laughs> <laughs> But I guess that would be a great way to kick off this winter movie preview. That is the official Star Wars chunk of this. Welcome back to the show. If you just uh, fast forward <laughs> far enough, we'll have uh, the Cantina Band close this segment out. <laughs> and I guess that then will get us into our official winter movie preview. Of course, uh, the way we like to do things here is a little organized, so we'll go through... We've got a, we've got a master list. We do, we do. <laughs> With uh, month by month... In, chronolo- in chronological order, of course. So, but, we'll, yeah, we're going to run through these things for you, and then maybe pick out some of our uh, things we're most excited Then to we'll see. double back, and we'll get into our favorites, a la Mulan. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> maybe do uh, 20 more minutes of Star Wars talk. <laughs> now I ruined it for anyone fast-forwarding, and they're like, fuck, they're still talking about Star Wars. <laughs> Every time I scroll forward, they're doing that goddamn <laughs> cantina song. <laughs> So I guess uh, this is the preview, but some things uh, have already come out this chilly winter here in uh, New York. <laughs> and of course, the December releases, uh, to give you a quick run through, it's uh, the movies that have already come out this winter, we could say... Uh, like Chris, the, the big Christmas releases. Yeah, that's right. Uh, kicking off I that list. I went with my family of degenerate gamblers on Christmas Day and saw Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. And then I went to go see Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> no, but of course, uh, Jumanji Into the Jungle came out. Jumanji the sequel two. to Jumanji, which was the sequel, the sequel to, to Jumanji, Jumanji 1. <laughs> <laughs> Starring The Rock and Jack Black. Then, of course, uh, Richard. K. Hart. Yeah, K. Hart. That's about it. <laughs> um, then Richard Jewell came out. Yes. Which was. Uh, 
hilarious Richard Jewell yeah. biopic that we joked around about the uh, <laughs> hilarious fatso that that nailed it as a yeah a story I do not remember <laughs> at all. I guess I would have been a kid, but uh, then Uncut Gems was out there, of course. Like Liam said, he saw it. Um, Nineteen seventeen. Coming uh, in late with the, with lots of Oscar buzz. Yeah, for real. Like real late to the game. Like even yeah. Like, I mean, it was like a Christmas time uh, uh, release, but really with very little mm-hmm. you know buzz or anything around it. No, because I think when the Globes were on and it was like getting awards, and I was like, "Is this movie out yet? Like, <laughs> how is it cleaning up? Wouldn't this be a next year thing?" And then, of course, rounding up on December was the big horror show itself. <laughs> Literally the spookiest movie. I'll get into movie, it later yeah. with Mulan, <laughs> but Cats, uh, Cats a close second. <laughs> and then now for the preview part, January 2020, the big 2020. What is cinema going to bring us at the beginning <laughs> of this year, this new millennium? And of course, it would be starting off with Bad Boys Three, I think it's called, or is there a uh, Bad Boys for Life? For life, son. For life. Because we bad boys. For life. For life. For life. Yes, yeah, Nelly or Will Smith going to do the song <laughs> for this one? Uh, the Gentleman is coming out, which is the new Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, Dr. Doolittle, of course, with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Gretel and Hansel is uh, coming out, which is... Uh, a wild imagination, a wild interpretation. Yes, they move of- the names around, <laughs> so you know it's spooky. <laughs> and then another big one coming out this January is, of course, uh, Color Out of Space. The new uh, Nick Cage banger coming out. Uh, Nick Cage psychedelic thriller. And that would bring us into then February coming up. And the big one for that would be uh, Birds of Prey, the Harley Quinn blah, 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 bullshit <laughs> fucking too long of a title. Is it a spin-off? Is it a sequel? Uh, I guess we'll get into that. Probably, we'll probably be getting into that one a little bit later, I'd say. Yeah. If it's not right behind Mulan and Cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The Birds of Prey. <laughs> The next, of course, would be uh, Fantasy Island, the, I think, remake of the show with a horror twist for the movie. <laughs> I don't know. It looks like... Yeah, it's a show that's kind of before our time, I'd say, because I'm yeah. not... Like, I, I know of be blame, it. Be blame. <laughs> I, I know, know that. that. Oh, you don't know <laughs> No, that. I don't even know that much. All right, that brings me to a story. We'll talk about that later, but it was a great <laughs> idea for a tattoo. And, but... Uh, <laughs> Of course, coming out then is uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, which was okay, yeah, marred in controversy. <laughs> we'll get into that too. Uh, behind that then is uh, Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford and a another non-human sidekick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Chewie. Yeah, uh, yeah, really. Han and Chewie's the real solo spinoff. Uh, and then uh, in February is Invisible Man with Elizabeth Olsen. Or, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen. Maybe not. Elizabeth Moth. I always want to call her Peggy Olsen for Mad Men, and uh, <laughs> I refuse to real, learn her real name. I always get her confused with Randy Moss. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which would be a much better Grade-wide invisible man. Elizabeth. <laughs> Is he the invisible man, Randy Moss? I mean, who's to say, really? He's There's a... no stopping that guy, then, if he's invisible. <laughs> and then in March is coming out as the, the Way Back, the uh, autobiography. Biographical tale of Ben Affleck. <laughs> uh, Bloodshot with Vin Diesel looks like a yes. Uh, the Vin Diesel comeback. Bloodshot, bro. <laughs> and then, of course, we have a big sequel coming out: Quiet Place Two. Even <laughs> finally, qui- uh, yeah, right. even quieter. <laughs> 
And then uh, rounding out March, Liam can't wait. He's got his uh, hair up in a bun. His, uh, <laughs> the live action uh, remake of Mulan. All sorts of racist attire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff where not allowed to say on this show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I guess that really rounds out the old winter movies coming out, ending in March, March. We would say that... Where I guess we'll pick up with our spring movie preview. Coming out in just a few months. <laughs> quicker than you would realize. And I think that would kick off with the, uh, the, last, the new James Bond and the last of the Daniel Craig Bonds, uh, uh, No Time to Die. No Time to Die, as well as, I believe, uh, The Wonder Woman 2 coming yes, out that's next right. spring. So a lot of good movies next spring. However, we have a, a whole seasonal special. We have a whole winter preview special worth of movies to get into. Mm-hmm. So I guess out of the, uh, the list, the, the full list that we just gave you, what are the big highlights? What are the... Uh, the number one flick on the list. The number for one DB over there. The number one on the list for me. I mean, it's I interesting. Don't honestly, no, I'm more of a summer movie guy. <laughs> I like my comic blockbuster movies. All right, so I, I mean, like if you if you want ones. comic blockbuster, I guess Birds of Prey would uh, be our big like. Comic you know, book movie, big comic book blockbuster. Bloodshot is also a comic book movie. Okay, that's but true, but that, that's really being more overshadowed by Vin Diesel's comeback. For sure, and it's also one of those things where, like, <laughs> or being, you know or being the, not talked about at all. If um, you know the comic book at all, it looks nothing like it. Like, okay, so it's one of those things where they're taking the general idea because See, it looks studios have not yet learned that. Fans love that when you make their comic book character into a movie and make it nothing like <laughs> yeah, the comic book. They don't seem to mind. Yeah, these, uh, yeah, no. The dedicated fans of Bloodshot, some obscure comic that nobody's ever heard of. Exactly, like, man. Now, it looks kind of like a Deadpool-ish kind of spin out. Well, I think that's what they're doing kind with of it, for, too. Bro, they, they break in the wall. It's very comedic, it looks like. I think they, there's, that's not a coincidence. You know yeah. what I mean? I think they took a similar character from a... Different, like, lesser-known franchise. And, like, we can make our own Deadpool movie. That was a big hit. Okay, see. It's going to eat shit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Vin Diesel can definitely pull off uh, some irony. Wait, some Groot? Irony. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess Groot is really the perfect role for... Uh, that was him. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. So he's already done comic book movies, you know? <laughs> but, like you said, too, Birds of Prey would be the other one. The big Harley Quinn. <laughs> Let's see if now I... is this a uh, uh, is this a Suicide Squad? Now, would you consider this is this a sequel or a spinoff? I would say a spinoff. Like a Harley Quinn a standalone movie uh, is going to be building more towards a, a Jared Leto uh, uh, building more towards a Jared Leto Joker, or is this going to be just like a Harley Quinn? Oh, Harley Quinn all day. I think Jared Leto is. Uh... Hung up his goofy green jacket okay. playing the Joker, <laughs> <clears throat> so she's not going to be reuniting with the Suicide Squad and focusing no, I on think the Birds of Prey, exactly. Her new gang, much like the end of Avengers Endgame, she's starting her old lady, the old lady <laughs> gang, which a lot of them are just obscure characters from like yeah. Batman comics. Never heard of any of them, no. and as well as uh, a whole you never heard of Officer Matoya, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and as well as full lady gang. That's really what this movie's coming at. Jazz. Oh yeah, as a full cast of ladies as well, written by a lady, directed by a lady who I've uh, starring ladies. <laughs> but yeah, but the uh, a director as well, uh, uh, really not in any other you know big high budget 
you know, pictures like this and Harley Quinn was such a smash hit from the Suicide Squad movie, which was pretty much, you know, pretty much unanimously thought of as a hunk of shit movie. However, everybody loved Harley Quinn, the character. Yeah. So now this is her big bust out role. But like you said, a bunch of characters nobody knows. Unproven director on the case. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see how it does. It just seems very sloppy. The fact, like you said, now Leto is not going to be... You know, in the, the the franchise anymore. It's just like, what exactly are they building to with Harley Quinn? Just our own Harley Quinn know? movie, because even the the, the trailer starts is like, me and Joker broke up. <laughs> like, but of course, this is going to be the big cinematic universe. You know what I mean? So I thought that they were like the Suicide Squad was going to be building towards a big Joker Batman. Well, you know, I mean, thing, that was, was the idea, be... but I think so, I mean, the they're whole... going to obviously. You'd imagine that they would probably get back into another, some like yet another Joker, right? Yeah, or I mean, they just kind of got right. And I mean, the Walking Phoenix Joker movie, obviously. Was its own standalone with, with none yes. of it, but it's still DC. But I but think yeah, that whole DC shared sure. universe is kind of falling apart. I think now they're just kind of holding on to the actors that are either a stoner contract or like made money the for them. Like that's the reason they're general. making a sequel to Wonder Woman because Wonder Woman was such a big hit. But, Wonder Woman but meanwhile, the guy that plays the... Superman and Batman, Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, have both, yeah, both already are... said like we're out, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So there's not going to be another yeah, Batman or Superman. Really, it was. Uh, uh, they tried their best to replicate the Marvel thing, but mm-hmm. they uh, were really just trying their best to replicate it and yeah. not like and actually replicating it. Written all over it. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it is just best that they focus on just the franchise in general but the because uh, as well this Harley Quinn kind of looks more as well in this like she's going to be playing like a superhero as opposed to like an anti-hero well she's kind of like she... I think just like Suicide Squad she's kind of both she's still a criminal but she's fighting other criminals. She's like the annoying Dexter of the. Uh, <laughs> but DC. part of Suicide Squad was that it was kind of pitched as like a movie of bad guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So like you thought that Batman, like eventually they were gonna be pit against Batman for sure. Was it like in its inception? Now that they're scrapping that, are they just gonna turn Harley Quinn into uh, a superhero of yeah. her own? You know, more or less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, see, so that's what it really seems like. A lot like. more franchise potential. And this Margot Robbie, everything she touches seems to turn uh, as well a producer on. On the films, so she's mm-hmm. bought into the whole situation. Yeah, but she's really like you know everything that she touches uh, seems to seems to turn to gold. She's so. very enjoyable on screen, you know. <laughs> man, I loved her in Once Upon a Time in America or in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, for sure. You know, what I mean, she's... every other, everything that she's done in my book outside of Stupid Holly Quinn <laughs> yeah. has been great. But the, like her worst acting choice that she's made is the fucking terrible uh, Harley Quinn voice. But other than that, she's always great. But she's definitely like right now box office gold. Mm-hmm. So. You know what I mean? This could uh, uh, potentially, I'd say, be her first dud and the beginning of the end of yeah. Margot. <laughs> yeah. Bold, uh, bold prediction, but this could be the end of Margot Robbie. I like it. I like in all it. honesty, we got to wait till February to uh, find out. Right around the corner. Right around the but, corner. Yeah, but very interesting, I'd say, though, for DC, which is a kind of uh, kind of fragile cinematic universe state. Everybody hated Suicide Squad. Uh, uh, they've not really got a lot of other promising things on the horizon in this quest to kind of compete with Marvel. So a pretty big movie for Holy Quinn and Birds of Prey, Holy which looks Quint. pretty terrible. So. Yeah. I, <laughs> I won't be going to the theaters to see this one. Probably not. But then there's also a bunch of like, because this is the time of year too, because it's not quite summer, the kids are still in school, <clears throat> that there are like the horror movies that come out around this time, you know? 
The okay. uh, Quiet Place 2s, the Gretel and Hansel. <laughs> well, I can't even talk about that. The, 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 the flipping of names has made that one too spooky for me to even want to... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even get through the trailer. For sure. The, the people forget, though, too. Maybe not forget, but the whole thing of Hansel and Gretel also is the fucking story starts with their parents abandoning them in the woods, being like, we're poor, fuck off. <laughs> we don't want to starve to death. See, I think this one, at least they're playing in the woods anyway, but who knows? I mean, if they're going to make this one dark and spooky, something tells me their parents are going to abandon them in the woods. <laughs> they're going to be just as spooky as the witch herself. Also calling it the little boy dies in this one. You know uh, what I mean? I think that's what the name changed. There's your bold prediction. Yeah. Uh, I got Margot Robbie's uh, career going down. You got the kid. I'm saying from, you got no. The boy one, from Han- you got Hansel. I'm saying Hansel is eating shit in this one, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, in a I'd Birds of Prey well, world where they switch the names around <laughs> and now Gretel is the older, more powerful one, Hansel's eating shit. But uh, you're right, though, because as well, Fantasy Island, we joked around about that. That's, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the original TV series, was it not like a, 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 a mystery whodunit? No, not okay. at all. It was about... again, like, I've got no idea. It's an like 80s a cruise, kind of like an island, like a vacation island. Okay. There'd be, like, guest stars, like, TV guest stars from, like, 70s and 80s shows. You I know see. what I mean? Like, when they would do the introduction, like, like we're featuring Tony Danza, and he would, like, turn <laughs> around or... Yeah, yeah, John Travolta. Okay, I see. And the thing is, the plane, the plane. Now that was the little person that was on the show, and his name was Tattoo, right? Oh. And I always wanted to get a tattoo of Tattoo, <laughs> and then tell people like, "Do you want to see my tattoo?" And then like pull my arm up and be like, "Look, there he is." <laughs> but I was just like really reaching out to the fantasy. See, I would sure. see, I would have not got your tattoo, and that was always my fear. It was just like now I just have this <laughs> your little, permanent uh, your this permanent little like Asian totally little person on my arm, <laughs> and be like, "What's that about?" Oh, it's tattoo. Like, yeah, I know, but what is it? Like, Jesus Christ, this was a real bad idea. <laughs> This is a real drunken. Never went through with it, but it would have slayed at like uh, I don't know nursing homes. <laughs> so your Mr. Miyagi tattoo, way better. Yeah, that's covers a, my whole. That's back. a little Asian guy we yeah. can all uh, yeah. we can all relate to, but it better be. It literally covers my entire back. But this one looks more like a uh, mystery whodunit. On the island, yeah, they turned it like a slasher somehow, film. Somehow, though. Brad, uh, somehow Bradley Lid- or Matthew Lillard didn't make it, but I feel like he would have been perfect. In, uh... Freaking out here, man! <laughs> I feel, but uh, starting to feel a little woozy. Uh, as well, in the Invisible Man, Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss, with Peggy Olsen, another, uh, <laughs> with Randy Moss, uh, another <laughs> starring Peggy Olsen. I was getting too confused. <laughs> uh, but another classic, you know. Uh, 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 sounding horror movie, you know, classic character. Of the Invis- and I guess this as well was supposed to be part of the universe of a shared universe. Universe, universe. This was. <laughs> it was supposed to be. Uh, but the mummy, the mummy that with up, right? yeah, that was supposed to be the kickoff for it. I guess before that too, like a, a couple years before that, there was a Dracula movie that at the end they were going to show that it was a part of said shared universe, but they didn't do it. They were going to wait for uh, the mummy, okay? Because Russell Crowe is in the mummy and he plays Doctor Jekyll, and it's like, ooh, we know what's going to happen. But when it was going to be a part of the shared universe, Johnny Depp of, like classic monsters. Yeah, Frank, they were going to finally have Wolfman. Exactly, your... <laughs> and there was going to be a shared universe leading up to a, what an Avengers fucking yeah. Leading up to the we must team up. Thanos has the glove. 
Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. It was <laughs> called like Dark Universe or something like that. Yeah, I mean, but they were thinking was that Marvel's killing it. Let's do a uh, yeah, let's, let's yeah. pull a DC and desperately try to copy exactly. it and fail miserably. And but it never it happened. If it would have gone down like that, Johnny Depp would have been playing the Invisible Man. Yes, that was the uh, uh, original uh, original plan from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. However, now we're kicking it off from the uh, Invisible Man. I guess who's to say who plays the Invisible Man? Really, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gotta feel nobody. I gotta feel they didn't really. And this Kevin is... Bacon is back again, <laughs> yeah, exactly. sucking on titties and, and This is when you know. Did that, you ever uh, see that movie Hollow Man? Not to get too no, off no. point, <laughs> but dude, that literally in that movie he plays like obviously. Oh, yeah, like, was that not the Invisible Man? That was... It more or less was, but it was like you know a sciencey take. On like it. the official part of the franchise. All he whatever. does is like the most evil thing, dude. He does is he pretty much like Spies does what every like fourteen year old kid would <laughs> say if they could be. There's literally a scene where he just starts sucking on this chick's tit while she's like taking a nap. Like literally, you see her like tit getting sucked on, and she's like, huh? <laughs> and it's him like creeping out all invisible. He's just high fiving me yeah. and Devin in the, uh, just, <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> he's just pedophiling or just like nice. raping chicks, and then they murder him. <laughs> They find him. They, they find. Yeah. Well, it, it looks like in this one, they already gave away in the trailer that she uses water yeah. to splash on him, the which classic, is a big, uh, you know. Yeah, thanks for giving that up in the uh, in yeah. the trailer. Look, you're really that scared. It's a bunch looks... of trip wires with flour and fans all around your house. <laughs> we've seen. Yeah, we've yeah. been down this road before. We know how to do this. <laughs> but uh, uh, it honestly, the trailer uh, it looks pretty good. It looks, you know, what I mean, a, a classic premise. Obviously, uh, yeah, uh, uh, looks like you know a, a pretty good. Creepy version, however, it kind of gets over the top. Just just based on the trailer alone, when he's in the interrogation room mm-hmm. kicking cops' asses and yeah, whatnot, yeah, yeah. it loses like its creepy ominous factor. For sure, because I do like the idea of like him being like an abusive ex boyfriend, but then him just fucking with her to make people think she's crazy. And being yeah, like yeah. that's a good for idea sure. for an Invisible Man. Movie. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, exactly. And it looks very like Elizabeth Moss and total. You yeah, know, I freak like trolling people as much as the next person. <laughs> exactly, that's the ultimate move. <laughs> just smooth. Chess pieces around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. You just uh, 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 set their pan slightly askew, <laughs> yeah. so it kind of catches on fire. And she goes, "This fucking guy? Did he really kill himself and leave me five million? Or is he fucking? Yeah, put me in a spooky invisible house. <laughs> but if you don't want to see that, I implore you check out Hollow Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You want to save yourself thirteen bucks? Uh, and I guess a Quiet I guess Place Two is worth okay, mentioning. Another... Does, because now, I mean, for me, I had all sorts of questions at the end of Quiet Place mm-hmm. 1, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. From our, this uh, movie should be 10 minutes, and it's them moving to that waterfall <laughs> and being like, all right, we did it. We got here. Let's just yeah. play this radio broadcast no, really exactly. high and shoot their heads off I mean, if they come around. We talked about all of the logistical holes from the first mm-hmm. one. I guess uh, she did shotgun her way out of all of the monsters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> coming against her. And she literally made her... Uh, all two of as, them. ...as her strategy. But, uh, yeah, so Krasinski's directing it again. I guess, obviously, he's not in it, but... I don't know. This one looks more of, like... Where the first one, I would dare say, not a thriller, but it wasn't such as like a scary movie as it was just kind of eerie, that the whole quiet aspect of it. This one looks like they're running around more and meeting other yeah, people. Yeah, and for sure. This one looks more like a uh, Walking Dead-style zombie apocalypse style. It almost is looks enough that it's kind of surprising that everyone came back for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is to the well, point where like the first one... 
even though there are the holes in it, it was such like a standalone yeah. kind of just like the whole idea of having to be quiet was the fun part of the for movie. Sure, yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Whereas this one now being its it own was a horror movie that story, was like cool in concept and execution, kind of fell apart. In yeah, my book. I was shocked to find out there was a sequel, and then I was shocked to find out that she was coming. I mean, back I was to do kind it. of happy because again, I had all those unanswered questions <laughs> as to <laughs> the hell was going on in the first one, but yeah. So that one's coming out too. Uh, See, for me, I'm focusing more. You can have your Invisible Man in your quiet places. I'm more of a Bad Boys Three kind of guy. <laughs> we ain't <laughs> no win, no and we win. getting Mike Lowry back Mike on the case. Mike Lowry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the movie what a solid 15 years after its last scene. Another in the recent trend of uh, in Terminator Dark Fate style. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a sequel fucking 20 years after the last yeah. one. See if you can tell in the trailer which one has been working. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's really another hidden part of this story is whatever is, is what happened to Martin Lawrence's career. Mm-hmm. But really, since the 2000s, ever since Blue Streak or uh, <laughs> uh, was it yeah Blue Streak right with him and yeah. Tim Robbins, uh, uh, really just a, a rough last couple of decades. Well, I remember for there Lawrence. was that show like three or four years ago where it was uh, Martin Lawrence and Kelsey Grammer. On, like, FX. It was, like, oh, Frazier and Martin, both, like, lawyers. I think it lasted, like, three episodes, obviously. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been a lot more Martin for, like, who was, you know, uh, uh, in the 90s, take you to Bad Boy, Martin. take you to one of the most, like, off-color, controversial uh, stand-up comics. Yeah, of course, Martin the Epic. Uh, Damn, Gina. <laughs> but then, really, in the last 20 years, has spent his career just in, like, kid movie world yeah with, yeah you know uh the big mama houses and roscoe jenkins you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean and just like all uh you know uh kid kind of franchise movies there was uh yeah no for sure you really haven't seen him in anything since i mean between nothing all adult that or and... nothing like off color no know not I mean? at all man and really nothing good or anything <laughs> yeah uh, nothing good really since bad boys well it's even like really to the point like we were saying like when you saw the trailer for this you saw martin lawrence and you were like damn that's what martin lawrence looks like now it's like when Chappelle <laughs> came back and started doing stand-up yeah, like yeah, all these specials you're like whoa that's what Chappelle well, looks and sounds show. like now <laughs> what's up young brothers i'm a <laughs> <laughs> but will smith you know he's been making movies Looks pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, no, for sure. Like even that you Gemini see, Man movie came out. You can see how they decided out. to make Martin Lawrence the "I'm too damn old for this shit" cop. <laughs> yeah, but I guess really, in all in all, just in terms of a movie franchise, uh, 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 more logical than some of the, than Indiana Jones or whatever. Yeah, but to like kick up into a movie because for sure they're not people, that old. They're not yeah, Harrison Ford. And old, people for sure. are yeah, like yeah. detectives for roughly twenty years. Like there are for detectives sure. their age that are like out running down perps in the and world. They still have you their job. I mean? Well, that's so, why I do. I love. The second one. It was nothing but just like an action packed shit exploding. For sure. Plot made no fucking sense, <laughs> but it was like there's literally a scene in the middle where it starts as a gunfight, goes into a car chase, stops car chase midway so they can have another gunfight, get back in the cars, goes and like ends up in another car chase. <laughs> when that movie came out on like DVD when I was probably like younger twenties, we would go out and we'd come home all drunk and just throw literally Bad Boys 2 in every night of the DVD player. Like, fuck yeah. And then wake up and the song would be playing on the DVD screen. Much like in... Uh, See, that was my Fast and the Furious. Uh, that was... <laughs> but literally a lot of Bad Boys but yeah, 2. No, Bad Boys 2, very solid. Bad Boys 1, all-time classic. Bad Boys 2... 
uh, a very solid. Bad Boys 3 looks like it's kind of on the vein of Bad Boys 2. Yeah, I hope so. Where, I mean, and, and as well, they got Johnny, they got they got Joey Pants back yeah. involved. <laughs> like, everybody picking up in their resumed yeah. roles. Nobody's fired, too. Because, again, <laughs> Bad Boys 2 ends with... Uh, they're like the drug task force for the Miami Police Department, and it literally ends them storming Cuba. <laughs> like, <laughs> these guys all have their jobs still. <laughs> like, and I think this picks up like from it's like a direct sequel to the plot line from Bad Boys Two as well. What? It's not like next week. Martin Lawrence what, he got stung by a bee. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure that it's like the uh, the villains. You know, from Bad sure, Boys like they'll be like for sure, like uh, back for revenge. It's not like a new tale. It's like a new, you know. It's like well, the, no, I mean they blew up the bad guy in the end of the second one with a landmine. <laughs> it is your classic. I'm too old for this shit, buddy cop. Yeah, uh, now in now in the Bad Boys franchise. But for me, this was a little bit of like kind of came out of nowhere. As I didn't really hear uh, this hasn't been something that's been like that I was aware of for super long. So real excited when I heard that it was coming out. And honestly, looks like as good of a cheesy action flick as you know. Well, you know what else is, uh, or as any of these other ones? Again, following that same van, I guess we'll save it for the spring or maybe summer movie. But uh, much is also happening like that with the villain Ted franchise is uh, oh, wow. the unclamored for uh, long. <laughs> Awaited sequel, but uh, we don't want to get too much into that. But hilariously, they are making another Bill and Ted movie, and also. it's not a remake, they're going sequel on it for like, sure. Like, it's Keanu Reeves and <laughs> the other guy. I mean, I guess it's a time travel movie that could uh, you could definitely work your for way sure. into that one, but <laughs> <laughs> no George Carlin, though, unfortunately. Oh, true, true, no Rufus. <laughs> But I guess the CGI movies, getting back to the winner things, uh, the CGI movies that are coming out are two hilarious ones. One is Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, with, uh, yes. We talked about this earlier. Plus a big epic return. Speaking of no one's clamoring for yeah, the, Sonic, <laughs> the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. So when the fucking first trailer came out, people went fucking apeshit because they made Sonic like tall and skinny with like long legs and like fast looking okay well, like a like a runner would look yeah, you know yeah, what i mean yeah, like people were like that's not how sonic looks <laughs> people went fucking bonkers and no, they like, had like went back and like now made them like short changed. and more like cartoon more like looking. if you look online look at the two it's <laughs> hilarious that like these nerdy See, now, fans this was the most confusing part to me because for me talk about like a relic of the 90s that has totally fallen by the wayside but it was like was like isn't this like exclusively a sega thing yeah, anyway sure. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. like nobody like at least the Nintendo franchises kind of continued on with like the Mario's and whatnot since the uh, 90s yeah. so they all have a little bit of relevancy from all of the past gaming systems. I think Sega but, like, who the hell do, do kids <laughs> yeah. even know who Sonic is yeah, like right. is this a totally new concept for most That's people that are going to see this movie that was my number one question is, is like is this not only for 35 year olds that remember <laughs> Sega yeah. that are going to fucking have zero chance to go see the stupid movie or has there been like a like a re rebirth of the Sonic the video game well I'll say this I think there's enough people who are going to be excited to see Jim Carrey's return to comedy Whereas he plays the slapsticky villain, Dr. Robotnik Dr. or whatever, yeah, yeah, in sure. this movie. Okay, it's wow. Jim Carrey. And See, that's not a good... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's a, good, not a good guy to call for. <laughs> you can stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good... Uh, <laughs> 
All righty, Sonic. Uh, Stephen Root, I'd, I'd say, would have made a good Fuck Dr. It. Robotnik, uh, if I recall. Perhaps. Uh, uh, Brian Dennehy, is he still alive? Uh, no, Stephen Root. I mean, you could I could see the mustache, you know? Exactly. You yeah. just really dust off the old Milton costume and uh, yeah, exactly. use the glasses. Or keep the glasses, actually. Yeah, keep the glasses. But uh, Jim Carrey, I don't know. Speaking mm. of uh, uh, skinny and wiry, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, out of the, I mean, they need a, a write-in campaign to get Newman in there or somebody <laughs> a little bit more Doctor Robotnik than. But uh, yeah, so not the old uh, return to comedy for Jim Carrey you were hoping for. <laughs> the uh, Sega. Well, I mean, Jim Carrey didn't he have that one uh, uh, stand-up comedy show? Was that? Oh, that's right. He had know, that show on Showtime. Yeah, where he was like a. Mr. Rogers type character that I think like, had a mental breakdown. That was supposed to be good. I'm pretty sure it got canceled. Yeah. So, yeah. Not that good. <laughs> but the other uh, CGI one, which is, seems just so fucking pointless, is Call the Wild with Harrison Ford. Okay, Which yes. is like him out in the cold with his trusty dog who, for whatever reason, the dog is CGI. Like, have they never seen Turner and Hooch? <laughs> it's possible like, uh, to make a movie with a real dog. <laughs> it's not Game of Thrones with dragons. Air Bud, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and if you look at the trailer, it's like, Golden why? Retriever's like, hoops all over the place. dog's, like, looking at the camera and be like, no, no, like, <laughs> wink. Like, why? Yeah, no, seriously. Even Chewie was a real person. Yeah, like, no, he's why not even, is like, talking all over the place. And, you know, yeah, the dog's not talking. It's not like the dog yeah, was like, like str- we got a big problem on our hands here, boss. Yeah, yeah. Like, he might talk at some point i'm assuming i don't know no, like, he like, doesn't he doesn't they just like more things they can make the dog do like wink <laughs> <laughs> it just seems it so fucking look, random as well as he's like fake. running through the snow it looks fake like it looks very uh computer animated again which just does not you know game of thrones get it there's no such thing as dragons or 10 foot wolves <laughs> but fucking and f- jesus christ in game of thrones one of the reasons they didn't even do the wolves so much is because they realized how unrealistic giant fake dogs would look because compared <laughs> We all know what dogs look like. Yeah, yeah. So to have just like a normal dog being like, you know, we have. <laughs> yeah, no, for there sure. should be dog actors on strike out there. Like <laughs> the Alliance. I'm sure there's some union that Airbud and uh, Hooch are the a part Wentz of. Mr. Or like presidents uh, of. And the Wentz Mr. Film. Yeah, President, union. Vice President Hooch and Airbud, please. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. It just this seems crazy to me that. Yeah, no, for sure. And as well, I guess this is another like classic, uh, uh, classic book or novel. Not a big reader, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really much of a reader. But another, you know, re, re uh, another yeah. reinterpretation of a classic book series. Yeah, I want to say Jack something, some outdoor guy. I think probably the same guy that wrote White Fang. Okay, I so might I totally be wrong on this. I've never <laughs> read him either. But yeah, no, so I don't know. I was kind of assuming that the dog had some type of more magical, supernatural nope, quality or something if it was, uh, since it was CGI. I figured yeah. at some point it was going to turn into. Although, like oddly a- enough, he's CGI in the book, too, <laughs> which makes no sense. Jack Landon, I want to say. Oh, it just came to me. Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a loser. <laughs> more of a Harrison Ford kind of guy. Oh, yeah, so those are like the big CGI. Winter movies, I guess. And then, of course, there was Mulan. 
<laughs> Without uh, Disney again pumping out these uh, slowly and taking over the world. I guess Cats as well, which I guess Cats is not Disney though. So, I, but I'm still going to lump it in. Yeah, you've been dying because it's another one of these live action. But what's up with all of the, especially for Disney, especially Mulan? Yeah, like well, well, is there a th- is there theory just to try to do as many bad live action movies just so they're done doing them and they don't have to worry it's about doing money them anymore? Move, you know what like, I mean? Like remember all those cartoons you liked when you were a kid? Now they're going to keep making like live action ones and again rebank on them and scrap it. For a money move, that's what I don't understand. Wouldn't it be more of a wise to to to, to do the slow play and not release and them not all do on every top six of months? each other? Yeah, so that's you know, a great so point too. Like I don't understand for the life of me how Lion King, Aladdin, Dumbo, and Mulan are all in the same calendar year for these live action, and they've sure, all been yeah. terrible. So maybe that's it. Maybe they just like, I like Aladdin. Other. Okay, see, I didn't see. I didn't see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I haven't seen any of them. But uh, I like Aladdin. They've all been, you know, given pretty, pretty shit reviews anyway. You know, Beauty and the Beast. I think did well. That was the first one, though. I think. Yeah, it was. You know. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Would, so that just surprised me. But they could also they... realize it could be a dying market and be like, "Fuck, we already like let's pump these things out and be done with it." Kind of like <laughs> yeah. what you're saying before everyone's like over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then we'll release the cartoons, <laughs> the higher volume, and then the kids will be like, "Oh, I remember the live action one? No, it's the cartoon." <laughs> and just a crooked uh, Ferris wheel order of just re-releasing these movies. Then they'll make more Star Wars movies because <laughs> Disney owns everything now. Yeah. I guess one thing that Disney, uh, uh, however, does not own that's going to be coming out uh, as well. I guess we could have thrown it in with our little horror movie breakdown. But another one I'm super stoked for. But, of course, Color Out of Space, the uh, uh, The Nick Nick Cage latest psychedelic thriller this of course from the producers of mandy okay so which you Nick can kind Cage of tell in the trailer too with, yeah <laughs> it has. So Laurel, and, and as well it's an hp lovecraft correct uh, uh, a short story made by the producers of Mandy. so lord only knows what kind of psychedelic mind fuck we're getting ourselves yeah, yeah, into yeah. here hopefully we might even get a uh, <laughs> new uh rating system for the netflix and chat show <laughs> goodbye yeah, Mandy true, scream yeah, yeah. and hello uh a Nick color Cage. out of space scream <laughs> In this case, color blast. Because it looks like in the trailer, we're going to get a good, like... If I see Nick Cage grab a shotgun, <laughs> I know, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he's wearing like a very gentlemanly glasses, mm-hmm. so he's going to be, sure, sure, he's sure. more of a fatherly figure until he picks up the shotgun, but I guess this one's kind of like an alien invasion tale where there's some type of weird color scheme For sure. is and the main antagonist, so it looks like a very psychedelic, just visually. I'll be movie. honest too, man, alien movies fucking freak me out. To this day, man, <laughs> terrified of him as a kid. And, like, even now, there was, like, I forget, a couple, like, a year or so ago, there was, like, maybe two years ago, there was, like, a Carrie Russell alien movie coming out. And I couldn't even watch the trailers on the uh, television because there was, like, <laughs> aliens in her bedroom. Okay, I was like, fuck that. See, and I mean, it, as well, this one, I guess, for, like, an alien invasion movie as well, where I guess, like, some type of weird color scheme kind of takes mm-hmm. on the presence of the alien life form. Hell yeah. That really would be, I'd say, if there was an alien invasion, they're not going to pop out looking like King and Krang from The Simpsons. <laughs> it's going to be some type of weird presence or something. Like, I don't think they're going to be physical, extraterrestrial creatures as much as it's going to be some type of weird 
color you know what I mean? it's sure, no, something no, no. more like abstract than what we're than what we're kind of used to thinking of in a, than a Mars attacks kind of movie yeah and it looks like kind of like what this is too because it doesn't look like there's like aliens creeping around outside their house it looks like a psychedelic like something lands there yeah it for looks sure. like plants are growing you know M. Night Shyamalan what the hell's for going sure on? it looks like a slow burn like a building up to uh but as well I'm setting the end of this a movie slow burn bonkers. with Nick Cage yeah, shotgunning no, exactly. Exactly, which means like the build-up is going to be the juice is going to be well worth the squeeze. And when you see these glasses and robe, uh, you're going to be extra, (laughs) extra uh, uh, shocked by the shotgunning. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, no no (laughs) doubt. I'm for sure looking forward to that one too, man. Yeah, yeah, that looks like a good one. Uh, That does look like a good one, and it's. Speaking of good ones, this list was a pretty good one, I'd say, because I think that really covers all of the uh, winter movies we were. Looking forward to seeing the big, all the big bangers that are be coming out this winter, old 2020. And of course, yeah, if there's any on that list that we forgot or you're excited for, of course, email us in at the Geeked Up Podcast at gmail.com. That's the Geeked Up Podcast, gmail.com. But like the song says, and like we said at the beginning too, it is called the Winter Movie Special. But of course, we got some TV in there too that's coming out this winter that we're. Uh, you know, sitting on the couch We don't feel like Going out to the theaters You've heard the Or watching song. a shitty you know Netflix the, movie yeah. <laughs> yeah There's some TV things We want to watch at home too And of course uh, What's a uh, TV special Without of course It's not TV It's HBO <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I guess Where TV really begins uh, uh, For us these days And it's really good Actually I guess To see HBO Kind of back In like the uh, 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 Kind of Mm-hmm. Sorry, kind of back in like the uh, spotlight with a really strong uh, rotation coming up this season. Because really, HBO for a while was like the definitive place to be yeah. for a TV show. Over the last couple of years, I feel like streaming services have really replaced like the epic TV show. Oh, yeah. You know, you've uh, never heard of Game of Thrones, asshole. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's true. That's true. I guess Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, another. Uh, but I just put it. But Game of Thrones at this point has probably been out for. I mean, when yeah, did it come no, out? no, like no. Yeah, years I mean, it, ago, it ended, and that was a big fear for HBO too, because. Big thing of people canceling their HBO subscriptions yeah, after yeah. Game of Thrones. That's what I'm saying. And, like they, you're right because they got a big things coming out and they've missed out on some stuff. The Watchmen TV series was fucking amazing. The uh, Golden Compass, uh, uh, the Golden Compass show that was based off the books. That's not what it's called, but uh, his Dark Materials was really good. Okay, yes, it was dark, a really good show yeah. that's already come out. The Watchmen was great. I didn't see his Dark Materials. Watchmen but... was amazing. Yeah, I mean his Dark Materials was good if you've read or read the books, and the show was entertaining enough. CGI was good in it, but yeah, again, Watchmen was a fucking okay. banger, man. It That's was true. If, if you were a fan of the comics, Watchmen, you would love though, it as well. I felt it was really good, but I didn't feel it created like a, a great buzz for HBO. I guess you're right, like about Game of Thrones. I don't really watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's kind of like grown to be this life of its own almost. Mm-hmm. But like outside of that, I just feel like Westworld had a lot of buzz in the TV world. But I just feel like it's been kind of a while since HBO's had you know yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of buzz around it. And nope. this year, not like a crazy crazy amount of buzz but you know between curb and a cu- curb coming back and a couple of the other new shows coming out being debuted i feel like a little bit more you know buzz around hbo yeah and you're right curb's coming back with uh not quite as long as a hiatus as the six year but a three-year hiatus you know what i mean yeah larry david can come and go as he pleases so 
the new season of Kirby Enthusiasm's coming out. Uh, already kicked out. Already kicked off. Actually, I think yeah. we both uh, uh, saw the season premiere last week, so we're one episode in. And it was. Uh, and it looks like we got a. Uh, should we say at the same time? It was uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty, pretty good. <laughs> it was. It has a great setup. Him walking around wearing the MAGA hat, and everyone thinking <laughs> Jeff is Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, the Jeff Harvey Weinstein thing is pretty hilarious. But also looking at this too is this is the tenth season. So at the end of this, it's going to be officially a hundred episodes of Curb. Okay. And you would think to me that's how they would finally uh, ready for syndication end the series. You know <laughs> what I mean? And I, mean, uh, I don't know if there's any. Uh, I think uh, by go past a hundred. It's such like a good mark on it. <laughs> yeah, but like uh, uh, another hundred million dollars is such a good. Uh, that's a good point too. <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't know. I think Larry David might uh, continue just creating. I feel like he might continue creating. You know, goofy premises for another. You know, he every could. every three or four years coming back. No, he's a gonna, long he's time. like seventy two now, man. How many episodes? <laughs> we make a hundred and ten. Because let's be honest. But, uh, but I, mean, just, I just don't see Larry David being like the sentimental kind of guy that's going to be like, you know, after 100, I'm going to stop. I'm surprised he made that many. Because it's a round number. You know well, what I mean? I think like, the ending, I have a crazy fan theory that I'm calling it out right now, uh, that the whole series is going to end much like Seinfeld with Larry going to jail. On the 100th oh, episode, mark my words, Larry's getting locked up, going to jail. <laughs> On the 100th episode as well? The last episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to end much like Seinfeld, whereas <laughs> they he ends up going to jail. Okay, nice, nice. And part of what the whole Me Too movement I think so. kind of thing is going to yeah, get caught up. Setting in like up, a, uh, hanging around with Harvey Weinstein. he's already had a couple sexual allegations. Having an affair him. with Ted Danson's girlfriend, <laughs> being Cheryl. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Squeezing the waitress's boob, uh, <laughs> telling his assistant to get a tattoo on her ass. Okay, I say very interesting, very interesting. Yeah. That would be an amazing fan theory, and it would be a really amazing, you know, send off to the show and a super cool way to end the series. Yeah, and it'd be such general. a nod to Seinfeld, yeah, for too. sure, to end uh, going to jail, end it the same way. Yeah, 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 for sure. That would be a super cool, uh, super cool ending. You know, mm -hmm. it's my prediction, but we'll see. It might not even be the final season. You're right. You know, yeah, who yeah. knows? He could be making this thing till he's a hundred. And I guess also coming out on HBO, which is already a few episodes have come out, but The Outsider, based off the popular Stephen King novel, yes. has come out starring old Jay Bateman himself. Bateman. Always funny to see him in a non-comedic role. Hot Off the Heels is uh, of another really good uh, show on Netflix, but the Ozarks, Ozarks as yeah. well, which was real good. And now I'm kind of reprising it, and I'm kind of picking up another uh, drama TV show role. Looks really good, like you said, based on the Stephen King yeah. series. Yeah. Kind of like a mystery whodunit thriller, though. Like it seems like a uh, murder mystery, no, like the night cool? of, but it also has like that Stephen King, like something's not okay. quite right here. There's see, some kind of now, supernatural how exactly force. Is he the outsider? Is he? Uh, you don't really know yet, but there's a whole thing where he's new on, guy in town. Basically, a kid a... gets killed, right? And he's pretty much on camera. Witnesses see him. He did it. You know what I mean? Witnesses know that this guy caught this kid, killed him in the woods. But then there's also footage of him, like, miles and miles in a totally different town away. He's on TV in a different place. So it's like, how could he be in two places at once? Okay, cool. Maybe one of them's the outsider. Interesting. interesting. Who knows? The series is pretty fresh right now, so you don't know what's going okay. on yet. So opportunity to I've never read that. the book. And, and this is part of the Sunday night rotation with, so, uh, with Curb. Sunday on HBO's, baby. And then as well, part of the Sunday night rotation, another big debut, but Avenue 5. Avenue 5 from, like, the producers of V. 
Deep, starring uh, Dr. House himself, Hugh Laurie. <laughs> and it's basically, I think it's set like 20 years, maybe 40 years in the future. If I, I think it's 40 years in the future. But it's basically the whole new, we have space traveling technology like for convenience sake, like a cruise ship. And the whole new vacation thing now is to cruise around the solar system and look at planets. But does something comedically go horribly wrong? Who knows? <laughs> But uh, that one's only had one episode out yet. Yeah, but, that yeah. one debuted r- alongside Curb as like the kind of comedy mm. doubleheader going on on Sundays behind The Outsider. So a good fresh Sunday lineup for HBO for sure. And it's now, that, now that we've finally now we've finally gotten this Game of Thrones out of the way, we can get back to. Uh, I'll tell you what's not out of the way. Game of Thrones might be out of the way, but uh, Walking Dead comes back the second <laughs> half of the hundredth season or whatever the fuck. And they got a uh, new season February. as well, right? Like they uh, have a new show. Uh, like, uh, yeah, right. A whole new show, much new... like they did Fear the Walking Dead, which I series. think is coming back too. But now there's called Walking Dead World Beyond, which will premiere, like, I think, after this season of the regular Walking Dead ends. And this show allegedly is set like 10 years in the future, I think, and just seeing how like society might have kind of rebuilt itself. But there's also still zombies outside. <laughs> like, who fucking knows? Because their I mean, viewership really, is at an all-time low. You I know can what imagine. I mean? Talk about just spreading yourself thin. They've literally got a show based in the uh, current Walking Dead timeline. Yeah. Then they've got a show, like a prequel show. Now they've got like a post show. There's literally shows running in three different timelines. And really, the regular the show itself, story. their viewership's at an all-time low. I mean, well, Rick's which, not on the show which anymore. Which happens after like 10 seasons and you kill off all the characters. Yeah, of course, exactly. It's not so you would think it's like, time to wrap things up and not be like, no, no, no. We got fucking spinoffs on spinoffs on spinoffs, <laughs> baby. Like they're I very. Mean, honestly, it would be like if you're gonna do spinoffs, it would be good to just wrap up the one that's going on, get a big push from there, and exactly. then pick up with a new spinoff. But like, nope, run them all. Uh... So, is there any end? Is there any uh, 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 a bold prediction? Hundred episode. Uh, Glenn goes to jail. Uh, Glenn got his head smashed <laughs> in. Well, <laughs> I will say one. this though, which is kind of interesting. But is there any is end, that end in the sight? Or? The comic book itself ended, and he okay. did it in a way where. He didn't tell anybody that, like, they were going to end the comic book. They just, like, the last comic book came out. And he was like, oh, that was it, by the way. Like, that's okay, the last so. Walking Dead comic we're ever going to make. And the reason he did it that way is because his whole thing of, like, if you're telling people have big... there's only, like, five books out left and you're looking for, like, the end and seeing how things are going to wrap up. When you kind of just hit people with it, they don't see it coming. It. It's kind of an unexpected, like, now, was oh, there, shit. like, a definitive end or would it kind of for just sure. end what with, I, like, society what I've read is going to continue and zombie Is life? it flash forwards, like, it jumps, like, I think 10, 15 years in the future with an older Carl. And, to like, the show that we're just talking about? <laughs> yeah, more or less, yeah. <laughs> I think the show is probably wrapping itself So maybe up, this could seems... be the end and then that's why they're debuting a show 10 years in the it's future. It's been on long enough. Because... Uh, I was doing the count, I think, last time I was watching it, and I was like, wow, there's only two characters left from the original cast. Wow. Two. Even the main guy, Rick, is the, the show anymore. characters? Uh, Daryl and uh, Carol. Daryl and Carol. Daryl and Carol. <laughs> They're the last two uh, remaining wow. characters from the original season. Survivors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and are they like just as shitty and worthless enough for nobody to have cared about them dying? Well, so, pe- like, yeah, no, people <laughs> they, they are fan favorite characters. They're so peripherally that. Uh... And then I guess, of course, I guess we're also talking about TV because we're contractually uh, obligated to bring it up. Netflix's new series, Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> yes, not part of the Legends, uh, not part of the, the Monsters series that we. No. Talk- 
talked about earlier, but but it does that BBC thing where I think there's only four episodes for the season, maybe yeah, three yeah, episodes. But each episode is like an hour forty-five. It's from the guys that made the Sherlock series with Benedict Cumberbatch, and which Martin was a Freeman. huge smash hit, huge hit, and they did the same thing. They would do three episode seasons, but each that one episode several seasons. They did several seasons of that, and that they uh, each episode was like its own little yeah, mini it was movie. Little, yeah, it was like an sure. hour and a half, hour forty minutes long. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that cracked me up about watching the trailer for Dracula is it looks that very bo- it, looks- it looks like my costume when I was dressed up as Dracula as like a six-year-old. <laughs> He's got like the big black collar coming up in the cape <laughs> and the red very bow tie. And the- That's a good call. It looks very, very old school classic. Think Bram Stoker's Dracula. Think uh, like, uh, even more like the 1940s original Hollywood horror like <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> Yeah, He's got yeah. the haircut part in the middle. <laughs> yeah. The fucking Will Arnett the forehead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I didn't hear any funny voices in it, so... I mean, uh, yeah, it looks very classic Dracula. Yeah. But, you know, Netflix has done a great job... Uh, Great job with their series recently. This is kind of like their winter uh, big release that, you know, is getting a lot of buzz. So it could definitely be interesting. Yeah. But again, we mentioned that because... You as know, well as vampires were all the rage like five, ten years ago with True Blood and then what was the... Uh, vampire Diaries vampire and all sorts of shit, yeah. Other, like Big Teeny Bobber. So we've kind of... Uh, oh, uh, Twilight, we, all Twilight, that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Twilight. We kind of sure. uh, uh, exhausted our interest in vampires. The new Batman, Kicking Twilight. it back up, yeah, with uh, the classic tale yeah. of Dracula. And for me, that was... Uh, back to the OG. Uh, missed the Teeny Bopper wave of all of that shit. It's been a while since I've seen a good Dracula movie. So. <laughs> that missed the team about there should have been a young Dracula no, I mean, my friends call me Drake <laughs> <laughs> True Blood was good but I didn't get into the Twilight of course Vampire Diaries yeah uh, no 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 me neither I'm me not either. as tapped out on the vampire thing but uh, yeah kick so. it back to the OG the guy that started off the whole thing <laughs> old Vlad Dracula and again, like I said, we mentioned that because Netflix really has us by the balls here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a spoiler alert. Probably going to be given a golden yeah. ticket to Dracula. Yeah, they're, they're like, <laughs> if you're going to shit all over our movies, at least throw a Dracula out there, all right? <laughs> Help us out here. But uh, So that would be it for the uh, TV section of that. And really the whole uh, movie review, the winter Burr <laughs> movie review and since we're saying winter so much here, it got us thinking of uh, kind of taking a closer look at maybe uh, some wintertime chilly movies. Closer look, closer look, closer look. We got telescope, then the microscope, all of your other scopes. It's exactly what you hold. We're gonna look real close. Take a closer look. Closer look. Closer look. Closer look. Andre Darby. If it is a cold, chilly winter night, what better uh, song to throw on <laughs> with a close one than a little closer look? You sit by the fire, you drink some brandy, you listen to the Andre Davi podcast uh, parody <laughs> song catalog. Closer look. <laughs> so, like, hey, <Get> <laughs> questions. Get you, get you. It's more of a summer song. Uh, <laughs> but, like I said, we're taking a closer look at uh, yes. winter. winter movies, but not Christmas. Not Christmas movies. Winter. It's cold. It's cold. Like I think Devin summed it up when you said burr and yeah, the chili. You know? I wasn't talking about <laughs> Bill Burr's sister, Winter. It was winter burr. <laughs> 
But yes, bird, chilly but out. yeah, in honor of it being the winter movie preview and it being too cold to do anything else but sit at home watching TV and uh, <laughs> uh, streaming movies uh, because it's too damn cold outside, we're going to take a look at some movies where it was too damn cold outside. And I'm going to... And not so, again, not and, and, and ruled out Christmas movies. Yes, uh, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It's cold. We They're get on it. top of the roof and it's freezing. You're out Not here. making the list. Christmas story. It's a Christmas movie. Not in there. But I think there's snow. It's a goddamn <laughs> Christmas movie. That's true. But I will kick things off then uh, in that whole vein of things. And uh, what better way to do it than mention, feel me out here, Star Wars Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back, opening scene on Hoth. Yes. De- 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 I have de- it de- on de- my de- list. <laughs> scene from Empire. I forgot the planet, but you're right, Hoth. Hoth. Of course, the big, uh, the big like robotic camel kind of creatures yeah, 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 yeah. on the snowy tauntauns, of, baby. The tauntauns, exactly. <laughs> on the snowy planet of Hoth, of course, uh, uh, they tie strings around their legs yep. with their little speeders <laughs> That's right. and force the tauntauns to trip over themselves. It's freezing out. In a very uh, a, a banana peel approach. Correct. <laughs> the, it's so cold, Luke has to sleep in his tauntaun. He literally ties the tauntaun shoes together and they fucking trip over themselves on route to uh i got a feeling gonna kick your ass oh the tauntaun i'm sorry the tauntaun is the little horsey rides you're talking about like the at-80s okay yes i knew it wasn't the tauntaun the tauntauns are what he sleeps inside because it's so cold out (laughs) (laughs) is uh the tauntaun so opening up and i guess that kind of sets the tone of what we're doing here too so that's a cold bird of hoth yes i'm gonna get you kind of into another one it's a, a cold snowy scenery as well sleeping inside of uh, much like the tauntauns <laughs> there was the revenant oh for where sure Leonardo DiCaprio slept inside of a bear or a horse a horse he slept inside of a bear stay, yeah a horse a to horse. stay warm but also to go on a psychedelic journey I believe <laughs> yeah because uh, he came out spiritually enlightened however uh, a movie kind of all shot in like the West Virginia mountains yeah I mean that movie's famously cold because like the actors were actually cold oh that's true that's you know right. what I mean like they filmed it for real they filmed like, it like on location and yeah, fucking yeah, in the water like and stupid hypothermia uh, fucking who's that was that Robert Pattinson and uh, uh, Leo? No, it was Leo, dude? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yes. Tom Hardy. Uh, Tom Hardy, great that movie. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, that, I think, yeah, they were both stuck out in the mountains for fucking, mm-hmm. you know, a couple weeks on end. But, uh, of course, you know, they're, they're hunting bears in the woods. Takes on a very cold kind of feel. You're right. I'm getting cold just thinking about that movie. <laughs> uh. I guess another one real quick, just to kind of piggyback on, on that. Another cold in the woods movie, but in the gray Oh, the gray with Liam, uh, Liam Neeson. Yes, where he gets uh, a plane goes down and they get hunted by a wolf pack. That movie is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, uh, a cool when they go through the wolf's den, though, and it's all fucking like you know uh, uh, trees with you know fur on them and all that kind of like. It was a pretty cool conceptually movie. Yeah, like, you can I, imagine. Think I loved the idea of it. I think yeah, when I actually get... watched it, I was like, that wasn't. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they get outsmarted by a pack of wolves. Like they literally send in like decoy wolves at one point. They're like, well, they're gonna send in the dumb one first, and then to feel like the movie was crazy, man. That's how wolves are. That's how wolves roll. That's yeah. uh, <laughs> they got a whole pack to get through. You know? I would say in that same kind of uh, dark kind of tragedy, because they're a plane crash, right, in that movie, and that's yeah. why they're stuck in the cold. I would go with the classic cold plane crash movie, Alive. Of course, of where course. They eat each other's butts. <laughs> yeah. Most known for the movie where cannibalism. 
was. I don't think I've around. ever seen that movie. I you just remember it so much from being a kid and being like, they eat each other in it. Like, fuck it. No, no for way sure. am I allowed it to see that. It came out when me and Devin were little kids, uh, uh, right around the same time when Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Was, okay. Uh, okay. And I just remember that kind of being like my uh, uh, intro to cannibalism. And you're right. Never <laughs> saw the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, never saw the movie, but like uh, uh, anybody from the 90s, like yeah. very a huge pop culture reference. Yeah, 100%. The scene in Alive when they ate, when they ate, and you're claiming butts? I mean, I think that's the, what you have to Is eat. Is that the meatiest part? They were filleting butts. See, I'd go for face. <laughs> I just, uh, I really want to, uh, I'm going to be a cannibal, I want to make it count, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Going right for that nose. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I don't want to, I mean, I'm, I'm eating those lips. I don't want to be one of those guys that like, oh, it tasted like chicken. I want to be like, no, I fucking <laughs> no, really like, got in there. I right? ate my friend's face. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess another cold, another cold movie that came out around the same time as uh, Alive. As well, I didn't see it, but Cliffhanger <laughs> with Stallone. I feel like the the trailer. He's in the snow. Yeah, and I swear the rest of the movies I'll have seen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think Ace Ventura gonna... is too spoofed that movie at the beginning <laughs> with the raccoon. I'm going Ace Ventura too. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> Cliffhanger. That's right. But I guess uh, if I could give you a real one, I guess, for me, for me, probably definitive cold movie for me. I'm going Fargo. Sure. One okay. of my all-time faves as well. Just a lot of, you know, I mean, a, a, coal, a lot of drives down the cold Wisconsin highway with nothing but snow in the foreground. The scene where uh, Bushimi gets shot in the face. Out in the parking lot, which yeah. is freezing, you know, just very. Uh, the whole movie's cold. For sure. I mean, it takes place in uh, it takes place in Minnesota, actually, yeah. not in Fargo. Minnesota, as we all know, it takes place in. Yeah, of course, but uh, uh, as well, not only does it take place in the cold, but just throughout the, you know, there are uh, murders in the snow and all that kind of stuff, like the yeah, uh, yeah. the cold, the, the winter, the you know, uh, thr- uh, the winter takes on a huge. For sure, setting you say, of is the a character movie. of its own in exactly. some aspect. Yeah, like yeah, that sure. is the whole point of how crazy it is. Is You're going that, ice fishing and getting night crawlers. <laughs> I mean, that's a, you got to be in the fucking cold yeah, to, to say something like yeah, that. Exactly. To have that character make any sense. If you're going back that me. to like doing classics like that, I would say uh, The Thing, the classic okay. old John Carpenter movie where they're in Alaska yes. or Antarctica, and it's very cold with Kurt Russell trying to figure <laughs> out, you know, burning those goddamn aliens alive yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But that's like a classic cold movie. That's true. That's another like deep, you know, uh, uh, deep cold settings. I'm gonna throw one out there, and I know we said no Christmas movies, but I'm not putting it in there because it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm putting it in here because some of the traps were cold related, and I bring up Home Alone. Okay? <laughs> okay, but just because like he watered the stairs to make them turn to ice, <laughs> it's a winter time. You couldn't have done a lot of the traps without okay, how cold it was I outside, see, I see, I see. or maybe just that one. I guess I'm <laughs> just watering the stairs. Yeah, was, I mean. Uh, uh... The uh, Pesci does use the snow to cool off his head after <laughs> yeah, it's been blowtorched. Okay, yeah, see, so, I'm not bringing up uh, it's good like luck a doing that movie, in a yeah. summer camp kind of movie. But you it's know? a uh, cold-oriented trap kind of movie. I guess I'll raise you a Home Alone two when Christmas is really pretty in, in, New, York. Uh, in New York City. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll give you some other ones here that. Uh, Kind of fall on the cusp. Well, not even one. I'll throw one out here, another one I've never seen, but we got to talk about it. Frozen, of course. <laughs> okay, that's good. Let one. it go. <laughs> let it go. <laughs> uh, are you challenging me to a. Uh, Ooh, who's the real. Uh, <laughs> suck a frozen MC? Suck a idol? 
the suck ice cube <laughs> ice cube i guess would be uh the winner of that but frozen the whole it's in the title you know? yeah 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 that's a chilly cartoon i'm sure there's all sorts of ice princesses doing magical snowy okay things. i've got one for you too where again there's no snow in it per se but a lot of people freeze to death i would say titanic Right? Would okay. it be a cold? There's an iceberg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. All movie revolves around an iceberg. I guess yeah. the, uh, the, the icy ocean, the icy seas of <laughs> yeah, the North right? Atlantic, very much a character in itself. I'm going real and deep in that one. And then I have one more, which I've been saving, because uh, there's literally a scene where it's <laughs> there's literally a scene where it's so cold that they snap one of Dougie Doug's dreadlocks <laughs> off. Okay, nice. And it's again in the title. I'm going cool running. Cool running. Yeah, it's on my list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the old Jamaica, uh, uh, a Winter Olympic classic. What have the you Jamaican bobsled team. Jamaica's got the bobsled team. <laughs> With the degenerate alcoholic John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the one coach. of his lasts. <laughs> yeah, it's true. One of his lasts. One of the greats. <laughs> but a movie. One time, I woke up. Uh, uh, you know, in like high school watch or cool college, runnings. I woke up really hungover, which I can only uh, uh, use to to blame on my like fragile emotional state. But when they carried that goddamn bobsled over the finish line, <laughs> I swear to God, I had to fight back tears, <laughs> laying in my bed, all hungover one day, watching cool cool runnings. But you're a uh, bad motherfucker that does not take shit from no one. <laughs> it's a, a, a wintertime classic, Cool Runnings. <laughs> Uh, again. Uh, I guess I got a couple other ones that are, uh, uh, I guess, kind of getting a little flimsy or, you know, on the border uh, where I guess they're just really not, uh, that they're not movies. But I'm going to take you to a couple of TV shows. Oh. All right. Epic scenes or episodes from TV shows. Uh, uh, one of them, I guess, however, we I guess we already talked about, but Fargo the movie. All right, Fargo the TV show. Sure. Uh, also, some cool snow scenes, including the whiteout scene. Great, with Billy yeah. Bob Thornton, where there's like a whiteout blizzard mm-hmm. with uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton being like the psychotic, you know, perp that they're fa- that they're trying now, to. Now, was catch. it him in that scene, or was it Adam Goldberg? Was it the two hitmen and then Tom Hanks's son and the cop? That we're all like trying son, to shoot at each I other because sh- he ends up shooting her. Yeah, in that scene. yeah, yeah. But I think Billy Bob Thornton was the guy they were going after. Was what was it? Not was that the other? It could have been the two hitmen that okay, were because so. uh, there was Adam Goldberg and the other okay, guy, yeah, like yeah, the been, mute but, guy. I think it might have been them okay, in that I part. See. But uh, uh, but again, regardless scene, of the fact, yeah, and the fact that like the you know winter the the whiteout cold definitely like took center stage of them using the elements to really my like, move in that situation. I'm laying down. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I'm shooting him in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Then another great TV scene uh, in the cold. All-time classic episode. All-time classic TV show. Do you know where I'm going? Yes. The series finale of... Uh, no, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going the uh, I'm going the Pines... The Pine Barrens episode of The Sopranos. Oh, okay. Where Paul Lee Walnuts and Christopher get stuck in the... Get stuck trying to kill a Ruski in the Jersey woods. Sure. What was the deal with the Ruski in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whatever was the deal with that uh, f- forever speculation. I actually ended up going to a... Uh, Steve Buscemi was, I think, the writer 
of that episode. Okay. Or Maybe the director. Uh, uh, the director of that episode or something like that. Or he I directed saw... a lot of. He directed a few episodes. I yes. think. Yes. And I saw a Q and A Q&A about that episode. Not with Stephen Buscemi. Maybe it was uh, maybe with the writer of that episode. I forget where I saw it, but it was a Q and A with the writer of that episode that pretty much explained that there was really no grand significance behind the Russian in that. Like that was the he didn't really get away. At one point, they wrote him back in in another scene to come up like later on in the series, but that scene got like edited out or whatnot, and uh, it was never intended to be some great mystery as to whatever happened to, to the, the Russian, Russian guy that got but away. But they like yeah. were meant to, you know what I mean? Like they were gonna kind of conclude it or show that he did come back to. Uh, ultimately, he was did make it back to Jersey and just never like rat on uh, uh, Christopher and Paulie for whatever reason. Gotcha. And, like, okay. His Russian mafia like life or whatever. But uh, uh, so that's a little bit interesting. A little interesting tidbit there. For sure. But great episode where they're literally freezing their balls off the whole time. Which one? Christopher. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher's eating frozen ketchups. <laughs> uh, it's just great how Bobby Bacala, of course, shows up in like the full-on snow. But you're suit. right. The pure panic of them, like in that car. <laughs> I mean, the best part is just how how like mafia dressed there they are. They're mm-hmm. in like the woods in Jersey, and they're like fucking you know uh, dockers and like you know loafers yeah, 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 yeah. and just fucking leather jacket. And but it's uh, a great one. That's yeah. a great one. I uh, didn't know we were doing TV shows. So. <laughs> You want to get back in the movies? Hold on, I got one. What about the Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns and Homer get stuck in the uh, cabin during the avalanche? Okay, perfect. Thank you. All right, I pulled one in there. (laughs) Nice. Or how about the Mr. Plow episode? Absolutely, that's another great one. (laughs) Don't! (laughs) But uh, I guess if we want to get back in the movies, another uh, all-time classic, but Misery... Of course, of course. I believe Kathy Bates even won an Oscar for being a crazy bitch. In she that did, one. And, and I don't think about which episode. I think it's on a Netflix and chat where a hot take is Kathy Bates is super overrated. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. She, uh, he, that's the whole thing. He like car crashed. His car crashes like in the winter. Yeah, yeah, in the cabin. It's yeah. like a snow. They're kind of, you know, they're snowed, snowed in. in the cabin. She Little fun a... fact. In the book, she chops his feet off with an axe, not uh, breaks his feet with a hammer. Not bludgeons him with a hammer? Yeah. Which would be worse? <laughs> I don't know. Which would be worse, do you think? Getting uh, the bludgeon feet or I, an no, axe I kind feet? of feel the bludgeon feet, because then they're kind of just there, all broken, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. rotting away, and you're fucking, you know what I mean? It's definitely inside a... Your, one of those movie scenes where I have to look away from every time. Like, I can't watch her hitting the ankles. <laughs> Not me. Which brings like... us to our other closer look of movie scenes we have to look away from. <laughs> Hit it, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess that would be it for all of the uh, chili. I'm freezing here. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> I can't wait for the uh, summer movie preview where we can talk about some tropical <laughs> shit here, man. Looking at you, Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> So I guess with that, that is the uh, winter movie preview special, and hope you enjoyed it. Again, if there's anything we missed out, any uh, cold movies you can think of that we didn't talk about, any uh, <laughs> movies you're excited or TV shows that were coming out, I your Star one Wars opinion, one real quick, oh, throw it in. Uh, 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 again, not really covered in <laughs> movies or TVs or comics movies, but uh, a geeked up winter event going down at Barclays. We're much like over the summer, me and Devin donned puffy shirts yeah, to uh, Seinfeld right. night. This this uh, this winter, we're going in blackface <laughs> for Biggie Smalls bobblehead night at Barclays Center. <laughs> we're uh, the Brooklyn Nets who host. 
post uh, Biggie Smalls night this year. Right. Epic Biggie bobblehead and a Coogie sweatshirt going down. Correct. So I uh, think uh, we're going to bring Mike the Accountant with us, and uh, <laughs> he might be hosting that episode on his own, whereas me and Liam might be dead. <laughs> But yeah, uh, uh, email us your extras for that, <laughs> yeah. as well as any of your email own. us your RIPs for us. <laughs> but yeah, give us uh, maybe your Star Wars review. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Any movies we missed out on? TV shows? Uh, any chilly movies we didn't mention? Of course, email us at thegeekedupodcast at gmail dot com. Thegeekeduppodcast gmail dot com. And of course, coming soon, the big Oscar special, geeked up uh, prediction special. Our tuxedos will be on. We will be <laughs> celebrating. So with that, though, I'm Devin Barnes. That's Liam Whalen. Yes, sir. And remember, if you don't have to work tomorrow, why don't you go ahead and get geeked up? Well, baby. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This is Mr. Woo Baby himself, Andre Davi. You're listening to the Geeked Up Podcast on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'm still taking those episode 10 emails, y'all. Woo!